coming up this month on No Quarters, Sadness. Of course, episode 90. <laughs> it's a motherfucking video game podcast. You're goddamn right it is. Yeah. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we're back. Yeah. Hey, BJ, you're here. Yeah. Again. <laughs> what, is back? what is this? Look oh, at this. This is going to be a regular occurrence now. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. No, we like you. <laughs> oh, because no, you're playing video games. Well, because yeah. he has a Twitch stream now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Which patrons can vote for at BMF <laughs> at patreon.com slash BMFcast. That's confusing. <laughs> That's right. Every yeah. Monday, I do a Twitch stream at 9 p.m. Uh, tackling one of the games from my pile of shame. Yep. And I give patrons a chance to vote on which of those games I'm playing. Yep. So that's why BJ will be here. I have a lot of fun. Future. And I will talk more about yeah. all the fun that I had. Oh, we'll get to that. But Later. first. But first, you know, Speaking we, got something, we got something exclusive. We, Never before heard. We have somebody here to talk about. Oh, we gotta, <laughs> We're going to switch it up. Wait, what? Oh, Chuck's well, going to go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chuck. Yeah. You got a Switch. I did. There's a new video game system out there. My granny used to make me go and get a Switch. Yeah, to beat you. <laughs> I had heard tell bad. of this Switch. Uh-huh. It's a brand new thing. Yeah. It's a tablet. It's a tablet with little controllers. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. From Nintendo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I heard <laughs> the Nintendo's put out the <laughs> game console. Uh, I think on and did them a thing. <laughs> yeah. I... I heard they put out a game for it. Yeah, there's one game. There is one game. That you can play. Yeah. <laughs> Zelda. Yes. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, oh, I've smelled that before. <laughs> yeah. It's... Boy, the internet loves this game. Yeah. They adore this game. But let me talk about the Switch for a second. Okay. Sure. So, this, uh, I, I guess you could call the Switch Nintendo's launch into, I don't know, the 21st century or the 20th century or... <laughs> It's a modern video game console. Except I think they that it's bid a, a due to the 20th century with this one. I, yeah, this is the closest they've been to close to other game systems in terms of like power and such. But it's right now it's a Zelda machine mm. because like the, the system, the OS and the interface and everything is all super clean and it works just fine. But there's literally nothing there. There's there's no anything. There's the eShop, which has no games in it. And like, so you can't even buy like a digital copy of Zelda. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are some oh, games, okay. but uh, they're ports like you can play indie games that have been out mm-hmm. for five years and uh, some oh. Neo Geo games that have been out for 30 years. Um, but I mean, like, you know, usually you get a new console, like especially Nintendo, and you get like three games at launch mm-hmm. and everyone gets those three games and you just rotate between them. You know, you got yeah. your Mario 64 and your pilot wings and some, you know, Ubisoft. No, bullshit. That was it. That was no, it. that was it. <laughs> OK, but at least there yeah. were two. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have that. It's got Zelda and then it's got some Bomberman piece of shit. And it's got uh, one to switch one to switch, which is ju- which is the game that doesn't want you to look at the TV when you're playing it, which just no, thank you. What about snipper clippers? That could be it. That- <laughs> Did that snake game you showed me come out? No, it hasn't. Oh, that game looked pretty good. I heard it's on Steam as well. Well, so. is it a game about snakes or a game? It's just emulating- a platformer, but okay. you're a snake and you 
you basically you're curling around stuff. It, it looked like a pretty cool. Yeah, it was part of their indie presentation. It looked kind of neat, and I was like, at launch, I would buy that, and mm-hmm. now I will have forgotten about it and just yep. have moved on. But anyway, so it's a Zelda machine. Th- yes, it is absolutely a Zelda machine. Um, I had not played a Zelda game since Wind Waker on the GameCube. Mm. So, aka the best Zelda. Game. I like Wind Waker a lot. I really did. Um, this is from what I understand completely different than the last few Zelda games, which were all very handholdy and tutorial heavy and mm-hmm. would take a while to get going. This one is not that. It is plop you into the world and you just go mm-hmm. make your own video game. Yeah, I've heard it's very much basically Zelda Far Cry. Yes. Where it's kind of, there's a bunch of systems that you can make happen, Mm -hmm. but in general, you're just going around letting emergent gameplay happen. You're wandering into places that you soon realize you should not be in yet, so you have Mm -hmm. to figure out a way to get out of there, and then you have to figure out where to go that you can do things. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't hold your hand at all, ever, but it also never tells you anything (laughs) at all, ever. Uh, I think there's a delicate balance that could have been struck Mm -hmm. to where maybe it would give you a little more push into certain directions, but it doesn't. A lot of people really like that, and that's great. I need a little bit of... I need something blinking on my map. You know, just... Mm -hmm. I don't want to climb top of a mountain and get a bunch of icons and go, but... Well, it sounds like the Far Cry 2. Yes. Yeah, more. A lot of people have... Well, yeah, it does have destructible weapons and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, because Far Cry 2 was very much like, all right, you have one thing you need to deal with right now. You need some, you know, malaria pills. And that was like, right. Here's the world. Yeah, well, isn't (laughs) it like one of the one of the missions just says defeat Ganon? That's the first mission you get. Yeah. And it's in your mission log the entire time. Yeah. Because it's the last mission you will take on. Mm -hmm. So it just stays there. And then other missions, you know, pop up above it when you get them. But... I, I don't I don't mind the open loose structure of it at all. I think that's great. I, I think it's one of those games for people who have time for nothing but one game all the time. Mm. And I I fully, you know, me so as a it kid works pretty well as a launch game for a system that has no other game. Yes, I would say it does. But there are also some rabid people out there who would just marathon this nonstop and they're going to be done in a week and then they're they're not using their switch for anything for six mm. months. But also oh, like every other Nintendo console, kind of. Yeah. But I just I oh, Every Nintendo console, I felt I felt like over time there would be other games coming out for it. And this one doesn't seem to really have anything for it until whenever Mario launches this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to count like the Mario Kart re-release and stuff like that. Um, well, that's every Mario Kart release. <clears throat> yeah, but this is literally a re-release of okay. the Wii U version with the DLC in it. Mm. So And uprezzed yeah. or something. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it feels from everything I've read, not having played it and only seen a few videos mm-hmm. of Zelda. Mm-hmm. It sounds almost like the Apple method of take a bunch of things people like from other stuff Mm -hmm. and just polish the shit out of them until here's like the best version of that. Yeah. Kind of thrown together because they're like, yeah, take that open world Skyrim like, hey, I wandered into a cave and I'm just going to explore it and maybe fight some things and I might find something at the end of it. But there's no quest. There's no mission. I'm just here. Right. Along with the Far Cry, like. Okay, if I set this on fire, what is that going to catch on fire, and how might that defeat this thing? You know, yeah. It seems like they combined a lot of that stuff with the traditional Zelda setup. There's there's a lot of stuff to it that is meant to remind people of old school Zeldas, where it's basically you do your own map making. Mm-hmm. Like you you have an overworld map that gets filled in when you reach certain points in each territory, but you're given all these icons, and it's kind of up to you when you discover something to market yourself. Which 
on one hand, I'm like, that's cool. On the other hand, I'm like, I'm busy. I don't, I, you know, I don't stumbled, bother me, kid. I stumbled across this thing I can't do yet. Maybe I forgot to go into my map and put a star on it or a treasure box or one of the 90 icons they give you to mm-hmm. mark everything with. And then you're like, five hours later, you figure out, oh, I can now go do that thing. Where the fuck is it? I, mm, okay. I, I, I thought you were talking about like pen and paper, make your own map. And I was like, no, it's really, it's like, digital. Okay. You know, and it's. So wait, does it have a map that it fills in as you explore? It fills in the detail of the area that you're in when you find certain points. Okay. Basically, you climb certain towers and it, it unlocks a map. But the all it does is fill in like the the detail of the layout of the land. Yeah, it no doesn't give you li- no icons yeah. show up. Okay. It's but up that, to you to like so There's like everything. a fog of war yeah. that goes away. Yeah. Like yeah. They have a mess of Google pins, map pins, yes. and you just drop them with various icons. Yeah, on. yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Like, oh, this is interesting. For so later. if you find towns or towers or dungeons, those get filled in. But anything else is up to you to put in. Okay. That kind of irritates me. I I have no problem with this with the sense of discovery. Like if I find something that's relevant. Mm-hmm. Hey, map system, make that just put it on my map. I I found it. I you know just uh, just pretend that I am also map making as I go. I just I don't I don't like having to do it yourself. I, some people do fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the weapon durability is real shitty for the first fifteen to twenty hours of the game. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. I hate to be one of those people that says that this this is one of those games that takes a long time to get going. There there is a certain hump that you get over to where you have a certain amount of hearts. And a certain weapon, and then you're like, okay, now I can go. Now I can do mm-hmm. this. For like 10, 15, 20 hours, it's constant like running away from battles and hoping something doesn't pop up and kill you. Yeah. Did you find yourself running away from them because you didn't want to waste your weapon on them? Because I knew my weapon wouldn't do shit, and then I wouldn't mm-hmm. have anything for, you know, when I needed okay. it. And your weapons early on are just like tree branches and, mm-hmm. you know, just dumb shit. So. Yeah. I I guess the other thing that bothers me about it too is that you will have you'll find a town and you'll go into the town and all the people want to tell you everything about something that's nowhere near the town it's on the other side of the map and you're you're 40 hours away from ever doing that thing but at no point is there any journal that fills in details that the person is telling you like hey I heard there's this cave in the upper west corner blah 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 really it's up to you to remember that really yes there, there is no journaling of any kind of like you have uncovered this detail and now it is filled in some sort of like side quest, you know, bullet point, you know, maybe go find this so, thing. So you're over saying here. you never get quests. It's just like you have the defeat Ganon and that's it. No, you, you do. Oh, okay. You do get quests, but you also get a lot of details along the way. And it's up to you to get a notebook physically in your life and jot these so things down. It really is a game like you better not be playing any other games while you're playing. Pretty this. much. Yes. Okay. And another reason not to play any other games while you're playing it is because Nintendo's back ass word button layout, which, oh, yeah. you know, their acknowledge is back on any other controller and vice versa. So, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to acknowledge messages on that system is like, you know, deleting them on another. And it's just if you try to go back and forth between systems, it's like it breaks your brain. So all in all, it's a good game. I don't mm-hmm. think it's as good as everyone is making it out to be because it has just suddenly become like the internet has decided this is the greatest video game of all time. It's got a lot in it to like, and it's probably one of the mm-hmm. best Nintendo games in a long time, but it's got if for people who are not 100% video games all the time, it, it's got some issues. You can't just pick back. You can't take a few days off, come back to it and have any hope of remembering any of the details you, that you were told yeah. the last time you played the game. So mm. it's, 
it's a very good game and it's a very good hey look at what this console could mm-hmm. do although it's not ridiculously impressive either in terms of visuals there's an awful lot of pop in it's very stylized too it, it is it's kind of a cell shaded you know art style ish not as drastic as wind waker but mm-hmm. it has some of that but it's just there's a lot of just draw in distance is bad sometimes yeah. and you'll be walking along and just things pop up in front of you and it's yeah did um, you play it uh linked up to a tv or did you play it on the handheld I, I played it for like the first week on the tv and then i was like you know i should really maybe see what this is about in portable mm-hmm. mode uh so i started taking it to work with me and just would find like an hour a day just to fuck around with it and mm-hmm. It works. I mean, it almost works better in tablet mode because it's a lower resolution. Yeah. So it it runs better because it's not trying to push out a 1080p mm-hmm. signal. But yeah, it, it's perfectly serviceable as a handheld. Totally. Okay. So how's that battery life? Three, four hours on all the time playing it, which isn't bad. I went out and bought a power supply, a, a separate mm-hmm. one just to have plugged in wherever I go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's good at when it's almost about to die, it'll save your game before it dies. Mm-hmm. So that's good. It creates like a save state and then will die. So you can just play it, play it till it dies. So the screen's about the size of like a DVD case, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little smaller. Yeah. Um, Is it touchscreen and stuff? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. It, it. I mean, it's basically the Wii U. That, that would be Nintendo as shit to <laughs> make a, a portable like screen with yeah. no, no touch on no it. So touch how does yeah. the touch stuff work when it's docked? You, you it, don't. It don't. So it's just optional. Yeah. There, there, there are games that are out for it. Some little indie games that are touchscreen only. So mm-hmm. you can't play them on a TV, which is an interesting direction to go. Okay. Um, And I guess they will figure that market out as they go. So they're probably just ports of iPhone games Correct. or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if uh, like eventually they will offer some kind of way of having a wireless dock because i mean the, it sounds like the the switch dock has a lot of issues as far as scratching and things like that go mm-hmm. and i'm just wondering like why not just have something where i can have it in my hand and i'm beaming to the tv or i can put it on the charger and it's beaming to the tv but right. not actually physically connected to the tv you would think i'm i'm <laughs> well it's just like you know i mean it's hard to yeah. say it's all it's all USB C. So the connector on the bottom of the dock just slides right into a USB C connector which then connects to an hdmi out on the back of the dock Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure they could come up with a little portable yeah. thing of some kind, but yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking. So you could have, so you could do like the Wii U experience of like yeah. I'm, I'm doing one thing here and something up there, and or mirroring video or whatever. I think they're just, I think they might just be done with that yeah. because I don't, I don't think people really got behind that. Which is weird Wii because U. late game Wii U success was super mario maker which was absolutely your use the touchscreen to manipulate what you're looking at on the tv yeah. you can't do that with a switch yeah you mm-hmm. you actually cannot do that yeah, so I'm, I'm just thinking it's an option of yeah thing. and I, I they'll iterate on this thing because they're nintendo they'll figure right. stuff out along the way but yeah yeah right now it's it's a zelda machine uh it'll be the switch ds I, yes probably although oh yes i guess it would be <laughs> yeah are the yeah. cartridges ds sized or 3ds size they're, they're micro sd size they're super tiny oh really yeah no they're bigger than micro sd they're like sd card size they're not because micro sd is they're about literally smaller than your pinky they're nail. two-thirds of the size of an sd card i would say okay so. i want them to do something awkward they call it the switched twin display so that everyone has to abbreviate it sdd <laughs> they probably would initially i'm just saying do like because you know it comes from japan and they don't like run it through the well what is that going to abbreviate to yeah on the store shelves <laughs> yeah who knows? <laughs> um, do yourself a favor. Get a pro controller. 
Yeah. Which is basically an Xbox controller. Kind of, yeah. It's, Except the buttons are backwards. Yes, the buttons are still <laughs> fucked. Don't, but I think that would be why I wouldn't want to get a Pro Controller. Mm-hmm. Because the form <laughs> factor would be just different enough to trigger my brain that it's different it, you, buttons. You do that anyway, because like when you're playing it on a TV, it comes with a hub that you take the, the two right, Joy-Cons right. on and slide it on. It still fucks with your brain. I mean, here, it's always going to fuck with here's your Here's a wacky idea. Yeah. I'm just throwing this out there, uh-huh. Nintendo. If you want to actually move into the modern era... Button configuration? Yeah. Yeah. Like every other console will let you do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you yes. want to keep your backwards buttons, that's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Just put a little tiny... Yeah. You could put a, tiny, a little tiny LED, multi like four-color LED that just changes the colors with no mm. yeah but i mean that's that's a that's a japan thing because like the ps4 yeah. in japan is the same way mm-hmm. the what, buttons are the buttons are backwards so well, yeah that, like you so play old ps1 games yeah you hit so that, i mean I, I, so basically Microsoft the xbox is what kind of changed that yeah. and then people started chasing the xbox well i, I assume yeah. well, it's put a, it in a natural spot it's a right to left yeah. reading thing but yeah. I, I don't understand how that equates to buttons Meh. who knows they're they're just doing what they've always done mm-hmm. so switch isn't bad yeah, I would wait for at least one more game before you grab one, unless you were just Zelda crazy, because I've heard mixed yeah, things I about the not. Wii U version. So, yeah, but it's it is a good game. I'm not shitting on that game. It it is a good game. Yeah. So, speaking of shitting on games, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Boy, yeah. every, everybody hates that the game. The internet has a hard on for wrecking this game, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Which, all right, I I started it. I started the trial. Okay. Back when EA Early Access had it. Mm-hmm. And I played for a, about an hour, just got into the first battle mission. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was like, I don't want to do this now. <laughs> like, like it was just, just kind of like that whole, like, this is a Mass Effect game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be here for another 50 hours if I do this. And so I stopped. Mm-hmm. You did not. No. I have gone on. Yeah. I'm probably 40 hours in at this point. Yeah. 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 It on initial start, I was like, yep, this is a Mass Effect game. Mm-hmm. And also, yep, it is impossible to make a character that doesn't look like a horrifying monstrosity in the face. Yes. It's weird. It I I could not make a character that didn't repulse me. Whatever I tried, that thing was fucking repulsive. I think my guy looked all right by the end. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I made the lady look all right too. There's something like about the, the way the skin stretches over the yeah, skeletal and then, yeah, system. Yeah, and when I thought I had it right, like the in guy, game, it looks worse. Yeah, it got in game, and it was something like, "Oh, Jowls McGee here. What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> yeah. Well, there's weird lighting sources in this game where it's just like there's hard light shining on you at all times, mm-hmm. which just makes you look like a freakish monster for no real reason. Yeah. And because your character never blinks for whatever reason, you look even weirder. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, the character creator is just one of the issues with this. Yeah, game. but yeah, but this was not designed by the team that made the other three. No, no, it was a different studio. Okay, pretty much. I mean, it's Bioware, but it was like basically a new team. Okay, yeah. it's the Gears of War judgment of yeah, <laughs> Mass Effect. That... Well, I mean, their idea <laughs> seems to be like we want to, you know, it's basically like we want to do like a Star Trek Deep Space Nine or whatever, where it's mm-hmm. like same universe, just a different crew entirely doing something different. Yeah, in another have, area of the galaxy. They should have done that. But they didn't. Like huh? an all, all in space station <laughs> adventure? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, they should have. That initial pitch sounds good, but they didn't even do that right. So what did they do? <sighs> Here's the thing. There are so many ways to make this thing compelling. And look, I've gone back and forth on this game as I've played through it 
I'm 40 hours in. I've gone. I've been staunch defender of it and then just been like, yeah, the Internet's right. Fuck this thing. And then like, okay, no, it's not that bad. But really, there's something wrong here. Well, the jankiness for sure. Yes. Like this game was not finished. No, it is not. It is embarrassing how glitchy this thing is. I mean, I can't tell you how many T poses I've run into. <laughs> just characters. Yes, stretched out, and they're giving yeah. you missions, and just standing there like that, talking to you. And I'm just like, "What the? How is EA? Like, what is happening at EA that this is the only?" And to think they pushed this back a year. Yeah, it was supposed to be out a year ago. Yeah, I, I've had enemies in the sky who are trapped in some sort of invisible field, so you can't you can't shoot at them. They can't shoot at you, and because of and that, you can't finish you can't, combat. Right. Oh my god. Uh, I've had characters fall into the world like companions mm-hmm. just like disappear and just be like, well, fuck, what do I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, characters just warp around depending on where they're supposed to be in a cutscene, and the you'll see background characters like if you trigger something too quickly, you'll see background characters just slide around, whip into place somehow. <laughs> okay. And it's like what in their defense that happened in the original ones, too. Not as bad. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I. Look, the f- the first three games had their share of dumb shit, but mm-hmm. it was almost kind of fun in a way. Yeah. This is just like... Because it wasn't constant. Yes, this is constant. It's constant. Something is... They just didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They just didn't finish it, and they had to get it out by the end of the fiscal year or whatever, mm-hmm. and so they this was as late as they could push it. I But I wouldn't even say that's the problem with the game. No, because I, I was I told you, I'm like, I think I'm just going to wait until they patch it a bunch of times and people say it's more stable. And you're like, that's going to fix some stuff. Yeah, there are things that it won't fix. And two of my biggest issues with the game is like I'm playing as Lady Ryder, mm-hmm. whatever her Sarah. Lider. Yeah, whatever her name is. And whatever you want to make her name. Yeah, but I mean, like play. I just went with the default name because oh, yeah. I just I wasn't interested to see. How Sarah the game is would, the default. Name. OK, I, I didn't want to see how the game would fuck with that. But she the way they are playing her character, whatever voice they are having the actress do is the character comes across as the mom from Modern Family. Like, okay. kind of ditzy and and not entirely taking anything seriously, and no one around her is kind of taking her seriously either. It's mm-hmm. it's an odd choice for, for a character who is being thrust into this leadership position because of something stupid that happens, mm-hmm. who then becomes the hero of the game. And at this point, like, this character hasn't matured in any way. It, yeah. it, it, it's an odd choice, I think, for the direction of that character. I, I, I think once you're launched into some sort of position of leadership where you're basically trying to find worlds for your people to live on who have traveled 600 years to get to yeah. this new location, it just seems weird that at no point so far has this lady kind of stepped up and been like, I'm awesome and I will save the day or like any of that a good speech moment. It, nothing nothing like that it's all just kind of flippant kind of just like yeah well whatever you know it's like start taking this shit seriously at some point um do you think that was a conscious effort to not make another shepherd yes absolutely mm-hmm. even though they just went ahead and made the same character type anyway yeah. they just didn't have the same character embody that type mm-hmm. i can't speak for the dude i don't know how the dude is i i guess i haven't played enough to really get to know him okay i i stopped i mean i just i got to where i first got the ship and I was yeah. like, this is not feeling Mass Effect-y at all. Yeah. I just haven't, it, I haven't continued on. It's weird how it weaves in and out of that. Like, you will get to a series of events where you will have to run around on the ship for three hours and talk to people and solve their little petty problems. And, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, Mass Effect is back. Yeah. And then you'll go do something else. And we're like, what is this? This is not anything that I want it to be. 
what what are they doing here? Mm-hmm. I the main problem with the game is the lack of storytelling. It, okay. It's basically what they've done is you know each of the other Mass Effects, even if you were to do like all the side quests and stuff like that, they were they were concise like 35, 40 hour games. Yeah, this one is following the Dragon Age model, which is hundred hours of game. So the story is really stretched out like like an accordion just just really just as far as they could stretch it and because of that there's just huge gaps of nothing happening for a long long time and then when something does happen it's like no one is acting the way you think they should like the the premise for this game is that all the races in the milky way galaxy have figured out well let's let's build these arcs basically and we'll travel over to the andromeda galaxy where we've found planets that appear to be habitable let's Mm -hmm. go over there and they're like yeah let's do that the reason for it is not because, oh, my God, the Reapers are coming and we may not win. Let's preserve all our races and go somewhere else just in case. It's just, eh, we could do it. Let's So let's do it. So right there, they've taken a easy, compelling reason for game to happen and just said, nah, forget that. We'll just go because we can. And so, therefore, there's really no tie to Mass Effect at all. Um, and then... You start to you you you're really stoked to start meeting other races, mm-hmm. you know, because you're in a whole new galaxy. There's going to be new aliens. Yeah, two. <laughs> okay, two alien races basically. Uh, both are just you know standing upright. You know, like one group is a a weird group of Australian cast members from Cats, and <laughs> the others are just mindless Oi, enemies. I'm Rumble Taser. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. You just meet like a cat species that are all Australian and it's you meet them. You have first contact with them. You spend about 30 seconds not understanding their language. Then all of a sudden everyone is speaking English and there's no explanation for it at all. And you're just chummy with them all of a sudden. Y'all saw a rival, right? (laughs) Moving on. It's it's like you have first contact with the species and all of a sudden you're just hanging out with them and everything's cool. And it's like. Well, that does none of that seems adventurous or fun or anything. It's just like, oh, hey, Australian cats. Cool. (laughs) Let's hang out. We have an Australia, too. (laughs) They're not cats there, though. (laughs) They look like me. (laughs) Boring. Yeah. So So y'all are all prisoners here or (laughs) descendants of prisoners. So I, I think story aside, once you get into the actual gameplay of this thing, I like the idea of it, which is basically you're trying to resuscitate these planets that have had something catastrophic happen to them. You're trying to make them sustainable so that you can launch like colonies to live there. And then they start making the planets even better and better. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of fun because you are basically, as you go, you are uh, selecting people out of cryo sleep to wake up, to go inhabit the planet. And you can pick like, if they're going to be combat or scientists or whatever. And so that's an interesting dynamic. I think that's a lot of fun, but it's not a mass effect game. Does it have loyalty missions? Yes. I haven't gotten any of them okay. yet. And I'm 40 fucking hours into this game. <laughs> Man, yeah. that's that's just, it's really disappointing. It is. It really is. And it shows why they were so cagey about giving information for so long. Yeah. About anything. Yeah. I just, you, so. I, I know they didn't want to be another Mass Effect original trilogy thing. Like, they didn't want to tie it to that because mm-hmm. basically at the end of three, they fucked all that anyway. There's nothing you could do. But it, you got a lot to live up to. It's a yeah. next-gen Mass Effect game. You put the name Mass Effect on it. Mm-hmm. 
it runs worse it looks worse and it's not as interesting what's the point you know yeah that's <laughs> a huge bummer yeah you know because i i was looking forward to it obviously being a mass effect game but yep. I, I it, there was something about when i started i was like has this kind of game just like passed me by no you know I, because I, like dragon age i kind of you know, I was playing that hardcore and then I just kind of dropped yeah. off of that considerably. Yeah. Cause I was just like, Oh, I'm going to be in this area for God knows how long just doing these battles, trying to get out of it. And I still like the Bioware system of quest lines. That is still interesting to me. I like mm-hmm. having just a list of quests and flying around and figuring out, you know, what button I press on what console to trigger yeah. the end of that storyline yeah, or whatever. What's the planet mining game. Is there one? Yes. Is it, how's the music? There's well, it's it's during gameplay. It's while you're in you're the Mako equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. You you find areas that are rich with minerals, and you're. This is another rich stupid fucking thing about this game. I can't stand is that you've got an AI in your head. Which I mean, Christ, video games, come on. You know, mm-hmm. when, when did the Mass Effect Four team say, "Hey, what if this character had an AI in their head?" That's fresh and exciting. It's like, no, it's not. It's fucking stupid. Everyone's done that. Yeah, Cortana. And, and the AI does things like you walk into an abandoned room, and it's like I can piece together the conversation that happened here seventy years ago. And then all of a sudden, there's a fucking hologram of people talking, and you're like, "What the fuck is this? This is stupid." <laughs> so that was as lazy as they could have gotten. <laughs> they they went there. Yes. But yeah, so when you drive around in your your Mako, which is the Nomad, I think it's called, uh, it just the AI says, hey, there's minerals here. And you just drive you drive around like an idiot trying to find where the meter just pings out of crazy. Mm -hmm. And then you just stop, hit a button. And from space, this satellite comes down and just starts laser drilling the planet. (laughs) So you're just fucking strip mining (laughs) all these worlds that you're trying to save and there's no repercussions for that of course not you're just sucking up all the lithium and potassium that you can get so you can build a cool new shotgun (laughs) which another thing too man this game just vomits up weapons at you and you have no idea what weapons are for what Hmm. like you will have a hundred weapons in your inventory at any given time and none of them have any advantage over any other ones it's just like which one looks cool and it's like I can never see them anyway, so who cares? <laughs> Man, sounds yeah. awesome! You're yeah. really, really talking me into playing. Yeah, you guys should You're play some selling Mass the shit out of it. Yeah, sorry. I, like yeah, I said, I, I've gone, I've gone back and forth. I, you know, in the beginning, I was hardcore defending it. Like, mm-hmm. come on, guys, shut the fuck up! This Mass Effect is going to get good. It's not going to get good. It's yeah, going to get serviceable, I, I, and that's it. Yeah, I, I'm still going to get my forty eight dollars out of it yeah. at some point. Yeah, but, I'm going to finish it because I have to because there's. There's a thing in the character creator that uh, has yeah. me intrigued as fuck, and it has not happened yet. And I'm like, yeah. why is that there? So, yeah, we talked about that. Hot that teaser. Night. It, I yes. No well, I mean, when yeah, when you go in the character creator, you'll see it. Yes, but it's it's. I think the last choice you make. Mm-hmm. Do you want to blow up at the end of the game or not? <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 So I just want to know why. Like, how is that? How is that going to play into this? It's not going to matter. And I will say uh, that choice aside, other original trilogy Mass Effect characters in way, one way or another have shown up along the way so far. Okay. And that was weird. <laughs> weird good or weird bad? Weird like pandering. <laughs> uh, I knew it. It's like, hey, here's this character you remember, huh? They're not acknowledging any of that stuff, but they're talking. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's a bummer. 
but yeah. I'm going to keep playing it because I'm an idiot. And I'll keep, I'll start playing it probably six months from now when they've stopped patching it. I, I Have they said anything about DLC or are they just like, did they, did they pull the No Man's Sky radio silence They just to save themselves the trouble? There is no season pass. Mm-hmm. And I know they have said that, like, because it's got the multiplayer, like Mass yeah. Effect 3 did, which is fine, by the way. That's yeah. still Mass Effect D shooty squad thing. Yeah. But they haven't said anything about story DLC. Hmm. And if there's no season pass. Well, there never one, was with the other ones either. Those were just came out in chunks. Yeah. Individual. Okay. Like, yeah. So well, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. Just curious about any of that. Because yeah. I figure that's probably what will get me back in. Yeah. Or, or get me not back in, but in in the first place. Because I will say, like, that final piece of Mass Effect 3 DLC was enough reason to play Mass Effect 3 if you were on the fence. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, them making good, like, oh, man, we totally fucked up what Mass Effect was. Here, let's do this. Now it's totally Mass Effect again, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, Citadel was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I should finish that. You should have your party. Yeah. You should really have your party. I don't want to have the party. It, it means it's over then. Party's if the I best have part, the party. Man. That your, means it's over. All your buddies getting drunk. It's so good. I know. <laughs> it's so good. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Mm-hmm. To in highly anticipated sci-fi games. Mm-hmm. One that's actually paying off. Mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. True. <laughs> sure. Huh? Harlow has some issues yeah. with that game. Oh, well, you, last we spoke, you seem to be pretty pretty big on it. <laughs> it's it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, BJ, you liked it, right? Please tell me somebody liked a game this month. <laughs> what I've played of it, I've, I've liked it so far. Yeah, I've, right. I've played probably six or so hours. I just haven't had a lot of time to really dive deep into mm-hmm. that game. Um, what I've played of it, I've, I've, I really like. I think it's a really, it's a really nicely designed world. Like mm-hmm. you know, I, I was talking about this with Harlow a while back. Like I think it's a really gorgeous game, not because it's got you know all the pixels, but it's a, per, a gorgeously designed game. Like it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Even, even if it's, you know, I'm just playing on the PS4, so it's not, you know, 4k or whatever, but, um, but it looks really good. Like colors yeah. and shapes and everything are pleasing to well, my eye. I gotta say, I, I started it the night that I quit mass effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, I'm not in the mood for this. So I'm like, well, I'll put this in. I'm like, okay, that was a dumb idea. But cause there's another game. that's like, Oh, I'm going to be here for 50 hours. Mm-hmm. Right. But, Man, just just the contrast of how good that looks compared to Mass Effect Andromeda was like, holy shit. Yeah. Probably made it look better than I should think it looked, just because of the sheer comparison right off the bat. Possibly. And the like the character designs and the and the uh creature designs and the world designs are nice too. I mean And the map, man. Map's pretty cool. I love that fucking 3D map. I didn't even notice that for the first few hours I played, and I was either watching somebody stream it or watching somebody play it in person, and I was like, what? what? Yeah, I think we both noticed it at the same time that, when Harlow fuck? was playing. Yeah. Harlow paused yeah, it, and he right. moved over something, and I guess he was like trying to look at some specific thing, and BJ and I are just looking at the map in general, and I'm like, yeah. that's a fucking topographical map. <laughs> that's a 3D map. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's... Why haven't more games done that, though? I think you know? a couple games have, but this one, it, it was really, it, the effect was really strong and, mm-hmm. it, and it worked really well. I hadn't, op- I hadn't opened up much of the map in my playthrough yet, so I hadn't really seen it because yeah. the area that you start in is kind of nondescript topographically. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that, that's just 
one silly little super yeah. cool thing. I will uh, say that game takes a while to get going. It does. You have to sit through some character development for, yeah. for a little bit of time. A lot of cutscenes, and then you meet the other people in this world, at least that were your old tribe, I guess. And they're basically like racist towards you. And they're like, children, don't play with her. She's not part of the tribe. Some of them are. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking murder all these people. (laughs) I'm going to grow up and I'm going to put arrows in all your skulls. And it's going to be fabulous. Not, not everybody's shitty. I know that's, that's what I've, what I've heard is that that's like a small sect of the, of the world. And the rest of the world's like, yeah, we used to be shitty, but we're good now. We're trying. Or yeah, or we're. We're allies now or some, you know, some yeah. sort of shit. I assume that's all going to go fucky later, but, yeah, you know. But, Harlow, you've played the most. Yeah. Have you completed the game? I have not. Oh. I've, I've like, unlocked the entire map. I've done all the tall mm-hmm. necks, which is their walking towers. Mm-hmm. Um, you sound like you've hit burnout on it. I and just, not I don't think good I, burnout. I don't think I ever actually, like, got lit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this game is such a fucking video game. I mean, it is just relentless in how video gamey it is. Mm-hmm. That's 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 like the most disappointing thing I'm seeing so far with this year. Is everything is so fucking video gamey. Like there is nothing, there is nothing exciting about this game. Like really, like in looking back, almost ever. Like, is it like a matter of you can see all the systems at work? Yeah, I mean, it's go here, climb tower, fight thing, do it again, fight thing. Find some audio logs. Piece the story together with the audio logs. Mm-hmm. Find some reading logs. Find some more logs. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... So it, it is. It, would you say it's like Breath of the Wild, where it's kind of like, we've taken all these things from all these other games, but we haven't changed them. You're just doing more of the same shit. Yeah, pretty much. I mean... You were telling me how you were kind of miffed at how it wasn't letting you play the way that you had been playing. Yeah, I mean, all right, so... That yeah, that, that's almost become a that's almost become a, like a pet peeve for the beginning part of the game, um, because you, you get far enough in the thing and, and your choices start to matter less because there's only so many points for skills in the entire game. Mm-hmm. So eventually, you're gonna pretty much fill them all up. Mm-hmm. You know, and by the end of the game, it should they should all be f- filled up. Yeah. Um, but I noticed to me, this is like this is a like a video game sin is that create a game that encourages different types of playthroughs and then don't allow for that playthrough to be effective in all situations. So they kind of push you towards, well, I guess they don't. I just interpret it as like pushing it, pushing me towards a stealth approach because it's like, all right, I can shoot arrows and take my luck and Mm -hmm. then bash robots when they get closer. Or I can just hide out here, get this one skill where I can call them over and generally kill them in one hit. Okay, that seems easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like your first like few boss battles, it's like here's a big thing in a big empty room. Good luck. You have no yeah. me- melee skills whatsoever. Good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see all that. So, you, so you spec yourself out of being able to kind of. I mean, you know, I you spec yourself I, into making a, it hard mode. It makes it. it I spec it into. I have basically have to cheat. Like almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I have to like make the machines get glitched in the world so that they're not like constantly bombarding me mm-hmm. you know like run up here because i know they can't get up here and that they'll just kind of sit around at the bottom going oh man if i wasn't if this wasn't a video game i'd probably get up there and <laughs> yeah. fucking murder you even though my legs are long enough that i could totally get up there and if murder my you. t-rex arms yeah. weren't so short i could climb <laughs> up the programmer had said he's allowed to go here i'd kill you right now 
I, it's just like I want to like this game. Like there, there are things to to like about it. But th- this is the team that made Resistance, right? Yes, I've yeah. pl- I've played almost all of one and and played another. I couldn't tell you fuck all about Resistance. Yeah, I have no idea what Resistance is about. I played almost one to completion. It's about and- resisting. I think it had aliens, maybe. It's like, isn't it alternate universe? Uh, like, uh, they made Killzone. Killzone? Not Resistance. Okay, same right. thing. Killzone. Same thing. See, that's how that that's, about that's how forgettable they are. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've played some of those, too. Couldn't tell you what is a damn thing about them. And I feel like if you divorce yourself from, yeah, they created a semi-interesting world, um, color space-wise and, and locale-wise, and they they did face facial capture stuff fairly mm-hmm. well this game would not be regarded like at all. Like this would just be another kill zone kind of game. Like they, they made themselves interesting by making an interesting location. Absolutely nothing else. Like the story is the more you delve into the story, it's like, well, that's generic as fuck. Mm -hmm. And that's generic as fuck. And like, you know, all these things that feel like they're going to be interesting when you start to uncover it, it's like, Okay, yeah. You, 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 that's what you expected. You you are the pretty girl from 60 feet away. That's like when you start talking to her, it's like, oh, no, you're dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, shit, this is this. You're dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that that's kind of this game. Like, the more you get to know it, it's like, mm, this fucking video game hard. <laughs> like, that's I, a shame. I, 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 I there are there are interesting things about it. Like, I. They're a little busy and they're a little Michael Bay Transformers-y, but I like the robot monsters. I can't... At least they're not transforming. Yeah, they don't transform. I'm just saying they've got a lot of shit that's like really like... First off, this isn't too much of a spoiler for the game, but the machines are self-replicating. Like they... Machines took over... Fucking spoiler alert. (laughs) Well, what the fuck do you think is making the machines? (laughs) It's like... A bigger machine. Space gerbils? I mean... That, I mean, the, the machines rose up Terminator so, style and they made themselves. Okay. So now there's spoiler, machines. Spoiler for sci-fi. There it is. Man. Um, All sci-fi I'm going to get to ruined. that story beat and I'm just going to be whelmed. Yawn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> prepare for that to happen a lot in this game. So, <laughs> so is there any hot machine fucking? No, my, my, my point was is like, uh, all right, machines rose up and they are making other machines. Why would they hang the crucial bits out the side so that I can hit them with an arrow? Because they're dumb. Because it's a video game. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well, have you ever seen the big dog? Uh huh. Yeah, they. That's they, not a finished product, though. Like that's that's. It also sounds these. like a swarm of. Bees. This is this is also like like many hundreds of years later since they did that. They've had mm-hmm. time to you know, improve their design. Couldn't fit them on the inside. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know, man. Just hang them out. I don't know. I, like I said, it's just. You start to realize like the, the robots are interesting, but there's like four designs, and then they just get larger. Like they they don't change that much. Mm-hmm. They're just like oh, there's a there's a big version of that more or less. <laughs> there's a bigger version of that more yeah. or less. That's the way it happens in nature too. Yeah, I just just bigger versions. Of I I want to like it. I mean, there there are little things. There are there's interesting sort of allegorical things happening, and then there's like punch you in the face kind of allegories mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. um a little more gory on the allegory um because like there yeah like you were saying you're basically this outcast and everyone is treating you like oh you don't belong here and then when you go to other places like oh immigrants bad you know and it's mm-hmm. and it's kind of skirting around mm-hmm. actual life and then eventually you start meeting people that are basically like Man, this place was great when us locals were in charge, and we didn't, and we subjugated the foreigners, and we killed everybody else. And I want to, I want to make it like that again. And it's like, mm-hmm. 
well, I can't <laughs> possibly figure out what you're referring to here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they basically almost said make Meridian great again. Like, just like a slight change in the way they said yeah. it. It was like, hmm. yeah, well, I can't I can't figure it out, guys. <laughs> oh, well. Um, Video game. Yeah, I mean. So it just sounds like they didn't. It's, it's one of those things, like I said. It, it's it makes, not good enough to make you suspend your disbelief. It makes a great it. first impression. That's the, that's, that's the point. It's yeah. like the. Um, the characters, the characters when you first meet them are, are genuinely, generally interesting. But then, like the more you get to know them, it's like I don't, I don't know if I like any of you. It's <laughs> it's the kind of thing like you know, you kind of pick up on it the first time. It's like we're running around in this future world where robots have taken over, and our main character is named Aloy, which is kind of like alloy, uh, sort of. And that is the dumbest name. And it's like well. <laughs> Yeah, that's about as deep as the rest of it's going to get. I yeah. almost felt clever for a quarter of a second. I was like, oh, they mean like alloy. Oh, they really did. Yeah, they mean like <laughs> alloy. This is really on the... N- okay, all right. Yeah. Next guy's going to be named Electron or something. And, or Electron. I mean, I whatever. Nobody else has electronic I, I, can names. You, can can or, it be a spoiler or, if you're guessing the end of something? Like, I mean, I guess I'm fairly far, so it's, it's, it's more educated than it's, it's probably allowed. Mm-hmm. But like... I just, I think I know exactly where this is fucking going, and it's fucking stupid. I bet you're the chosen one. I, I'm not going to even say it. It's okay. a video game, so of course you're the chosen one. Yeah. Every video game, you're the fucking chosen one. Put it in an envelope, seal it up, mail it to yourself, and, yeah. then, and then on the next podcast, we'll put it up. That's a gentleman's it. copyright. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I could do that if I had it postmarked, then I could be like, yeah, I was right. But yep. then I'd still be spoiling the end. But mm. Only for yourself. Only yeah. for myself. Yeah. We'll do it in the pre-show. What we'll do is if... It, it, Mail it to yourself. You get to open it, and then as we finish the game, or you can mail mail, mail a copy to each to of us. us. Yeah. And as we each individually finish the game, yeah. then we will open the envelope and see if you were well, that, right. Pro tip for like the PlayStation Six or Seven: that, like this is probably going to be a while. Mm-hmm. If you're going to keep the dumb achievements and trophies and all those things around, let me send a message that when that person unlocks it. Like the message that is the, then becomes decrypted. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not. Yeah, that's not a bad. That'd be idea. fucking that's, awesome. That's that way, like, like, here's my thoughts on like you know this shit, and then like ah, yeah. trophy unlocked. Boop boop. You also have a message. Man, what about that? That was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would also be immediately populated by a bunch of like you know racial slurs, but still. Well, I mean, maybe only from your friends, unless yeah. your friends are prone to. Yeah, don't then, open it up to like anyone. Then can send maybe them to possibly you. get yeah. new friends, and your trophy system <laughs> yeah. and messaging system is yeah. not really to blame. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's going to happen. People mm. are going to pretend to be your friends sure, to send you sure. racial slur messages yeah. Yeah. on your achievers. Shitty friends, not dongers. Dongers. Epithets and dongers. That's my new cover band. Yeah, cover band. I don't know. I don't know if I have one for that. On that note, there, Sade. Uh huh. So, I guess this is the Souls Corner coming I guess up. it is. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let BJ lead it off. All right. And I will do that because every Monday night in the month of March, I live streamed uh, a few hours of gameplay of Bloodborne, the game that where was... you bear blood. <laughs> yeah. That was voted on by fans at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Whoa. <laughs> Come and stay with us, Danny, forever and ever. <laughs> Yeah, so the van- the fans voted pain for you. Yeah, this I, month I gave them options to like to to, to give me something to have fun, fun <laughs> and something interesting. Well, no, they voted for me to get kicked in the dick for eight and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. How'd it go? I got kicked in the dick for eight and a half hours. <laughs> How the fuck do you think it went? Um, well, I mean, if you if you subscribe to our YouTube channel at you, nocorders.net 
The no. YouTube.com slash no quarters net. <laughs> That's it. I'm a little rusty, sorry. Yeah, yeah. we got a top level YouTube to me. We're pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> YouTube.com slash no quarters net. Uh, you will see how I have been kicked in the dick. Um, <laughs> you made so progress, though. I did. I did. I. It started off real rough, like really, really difficult. Um, and that's what these games are. Uh, you know, these souls games, they are just drop you in the world and fucking here you go. We're going to basically tell you what the buttons are sort of. Um, but we're also going to weirdly hide the buttons, like all the tutorial stuff from you. We're going to make you walk over a certain spot in the ground and hit a button to get all of your tutorial stuff. Hmm. Let's see. <laughs> Let's, I think I'm going to try to talk about this in three stages. Um, I managed to play through the first couple couple three two three bosses of this game mm -hmm. and like even though it started out really difficult and even though i i got really frustrated that first night the second night i also got really frustrated like the third and fourth uh third and fourth sessions like i i got into the groove and i i picked up and started like actually making progress and moving and not dying every 77 seconds. <laughs> um, so there is something like, like there is something there and there's, there's something that like, like I can grab onto and get good at um, in this game, but man, it is super, man, it's so difficult. Um, <laughs> yeah. And not for any reason like it's it's actually more difficult for reasons that are not the difficulty level of the game um the i have a lot of problems with the camera in this game oh. um i've never really heard anybody else talking about it but i haven't really paid that much attention to the bloodborne discourse out there um but if you are anywhere near a wall or a vertical section of anything and you try to swing your camera by it it does a crazy zoom thing. Mm -hmm. um, it won't just make those pieces transparent, uh, like like Neo does mm -hmm. when you're when you're near a wall or a structure. It'll just make that kind of transparent, so you can look through it as you're moving your camera by. This no, you're you're just gonna get stuck with either like fully zoomed out or fully zoomed in, mm -hmm. and like all you'll see is your character's arm in the way when you're trying to fight a seven story monster that can you know jump across the screen. Mm -hmm. um, so that is really difficult. Um, I also found that just sometimes this game just doesn't respond to what you're trying to do. Like you'll, you'll be, especially if you're near any object, like any, any geometry anywhere. Um, if you try to like, you know, roll dodge, sometimes if you're near an object, it's just, just not going to let you do it. Hmm. Um, and I found myself also just getting stuck trying to move, on geometry a lot, uh, which is really frustrating. And it happens in a lot of games, but in a game that demands precision out of you, like, yeah, maybe I should know that I can't walk over that invisible pebble right there that's, <laughs> for some reason, a thousand stories tall and I stick to. Like, maybe I should learn that, I guess, if I play through this section 65,000 times. Mm -hmm. But also, maybe if you're making a game that demands, you know, that demands precision and timing, you should program it so that you don't get stuck on these things. Perhaps. It's just a thought. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably not because I'm never wrong um, about anything. Well then. 100% of the time I'm correct. Um, huh. That is a true fact. 
April Fools. Um, <laughs> but I do want to talk about the good things about this game. Um, it is really hard. And so when you accomplish something in this game, you feel great. It's sort of like sort of like the, you know, I described in The Witness, like you just feel like the best person in the planet at video games when you right. finally do a cool thing or you beat a boss. Like mm-hmm. um, if <laughs> I recommend, what is it? Is it the second second stream or the third stream that I beat the Cleric Beast? Uh, third one, I believe. The third one? It just like unimaginable joy burst forth from me. And I was like, yes, I am the best. Hail to the king. I just got super excited, you know, that I was, that I'd A, finally done it. And that, you know, it just had been able to rally myself and, mm-hmm. and get through it. So well, that bully had been beating you up and then you finally turned around and beat up that bully. Right. I beat the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> and it just feels really good when you accomplish things in that game. And, Mostly it's because like you feel like you earned or part of part of it at least. It feels like you earned it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you went out and you 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 practiced and you tried and you did all the things you were supposed to do and finally finally one day you won. You 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 leveled up or whatever. Um <laughs> a winner was you. A winner was me. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's really satisfying to do things well in that game. Also it looks cool as fuck. Like it just that it looks like gothic cathedrals everywhere. It's like a city just made of gothic cathedrals hmm. and there's flying buttresses everywhere and stained glass windows and Whoa, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, and werewolves and werewolves and like all the design in the game just looks really, really good. The enemy designs are cool. Um, even just little uh, small things like lamp posts and, you know, werewolves that are on fire in the middle of a town square those things look really cool. Um, it's it's just nice to to be in that. It's sort of a depressing world, but it looks good for being a depressing world. Hmm. Um, could use a little bit more color, I would say. But, you know, if you're in a dank Gothic cathedral town full of werewolves, then you're probably going to see mostly grays and browns mm-hmm. and yeah. some light golds and then fire every once in a while. Um, hmm. But it- I... So I finished, I, I, I beat the Cleric Beast, I got to Father Gascoigne, Gascoigne, Father Gascan, uh-huh. or Father Gastrointestinal Distress, Yes. Uh, however you want to call him. Um, <laughs> Gaston. You, yes. beat, you beat him quicker than I did, honestly. I think it took I beat you him less in tries. four tries. Yeah, it took you way yeah. less tries than it took me. Maybe five. Um, I was I was really feeling it that, mm-hmm. that day. Um, and part of me is disappointed about this next fact, but also a much larger part of me is relieved. I don't have to play Bloodborne ever again, <laughs> and I'm not going to. So you won't um, get born again? No, I mm. won't get I won't get fooled again for sure. Oh. Um fool me once, shame on y- mm-hmm. me, fool you twice. Won't get, won't get fooled, fooled again. again. Um President Bush. But yeah, <laughs> I I I'm relieved that I don't have to play Bloodborne anymore because <laughs> I know that I had the best run that I could have. Like those last two streams, I I picked up Steam, and oh, you're playing this on Steam? Yeah, yeah, I'm playing <laughs> cool. on Steam now. Um, I picked up a little Steam, and uh, it's the portable version of Steam, and <laughs> started moving forward and making progress, and I did well, and I didn't get my my heart crushed in the last gameplay session, so it ended on a high note, and I'm I'm pretty happy about that. But that's generally a good place to quit those games. Yeah. Yeah, I, not the point where I quit, where it's just like I can't beat this fucking boss. I give up. Right. 
And I'm just sick, you know, when you get to that point, you're just like, I'm just sick of doing it. I'm just sick of doing the exact same thing this many times. Yep. And getting no different results. Mm-hmm. But um, so Bloodborne isn't, is a Souls game, but it isn't a Souls game because it's not a Dark Souls. No, it's not. But you did play a Dark Souls game, officially making this a Souls corner. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls 3, they put out the final DLC of Dark Souls uh, called The Ringed City, which is supposed to be the one that kind of wraps everything up. Like the entire Dark Souls universe? Uh, it seems to be leading to that. Oh. Uh, because in the very beginning of the first one, there's this whole thing about these pygmies that lit the fire in the beginning of time mm-hmm. in this deep cave. It's like in the opening cutscene of Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. And eventually you get to a point in this DLC where a dude tells you, I believe the place where that is is at the bottom of this thing that you're trying to make your way down and he's trying to get there you know because every once in a while you find friendly npcs Mm -hmm. and (laughs) every once in a while very rarely (laughs) very rarely okay but uh but no the guy he basically says this is where we're going Mm -hmm. and so that seems to be where it's leading i haven't beaten it because christ on a cracker it's hard (laughs) but um all right it's it is a very cool setting because the end of Dark Souls 3, which, you know, spoilers, whatever. But as far as the setting goes, is kind of like chunks of all the world that you've been through thus far in the game mm-hmm. are smacked together almost like in a Katamari. And you are like walking down the side of the spire of a castle like that's it's it's like all like leading down into this pit. Mm-hmm. And it's a very small area at the end of the game. But they've basically taken that same design aesthetic where like you know, take a castle, turn it 90 degrees, and then you kind of have to traverse that to get down to the bottom of wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the the way the level's set up, which looks super cool. And But then you have to fight everything to get to the areas you want to get to, and there's these giant angel things that shoot lasers at you and will fucking murder you in a few seconds if they're looking at you the wrong way. And yeah, it gets, it's just... It's using a mechanic I'm not a fan of. Well, two of them, actually, which is the enemy that even if you kill it, it comes back. Well, it, basically, there are multiple enemies in this area that you kill them and they'll just keep respawning over and over and over, which is not a thing they usually do. Hmm. Usually, if they do that, there's one guy who's, you know, basically creating them all and right. you kill him. And OK, good. There's not even that guy. It's just like you're in this room. We're just going to keep spawning these guys until you leave that room, oh. which sucks. You know, which, which until you figure that out that, oh, like there's an unlimited number of these guys, you know, that it's like Call of Duty four mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to make it <laughs> into that missile silo, you right. know, or whatever, you know, where it's like, they're never going to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once you realize that it gets a little easier because it's like, all right, I'm just going to run. I'm going to run. And I, even if I've got a train of 30 guys chasing me up the stairs, I'm going to run by all of them and hopefully get to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. But that's not fun that's like not why you play the game is to be running into random bullshit right and and then of course the uh you know the the angel laser things there's a way to kill them but you basically have to get by them so you're spending your time hiding behind rocks waiting for this thing to turn its back before you run and then you know you don't quite know what its range is so there's certain areas where okay i'm far enough away where i can still see him but apparently he can't see me or he doesn't care Mm -hmm. so i don't get zapped with lasers but then there's other areas where you get stuffed into. Yes, thank you, John Cena. But uh, 
but yeah, that, that's the point I stopped was, was I think uh, it's the fourth or fifth one I'd seen because like each section you go through has this guy patrolling it. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, you're going to end up in this space until you find the, uh, the thing you have to kill that kills him, which they don't explain that at all. I just happened upon it and it worked, but you have to find this specific area that it's not necessarily related to that angel that's floating around to kill it. And of course that part's frustrating. Um, but those games are designed to be frustrating. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, but I will say I made progress quicker in that one than I did in uh, the last DLC, which was ashes of Indariel, which I actually kind of went back to and immediately just somehow tore it up. Maybe it's just because I've been playing another game. That's like that. Right. And just figured it out. But in playing Neo, which I'll talk about next, but in playing Neo, it made me realize just how slow and clunky Dark Souls feels. Hmm. Where, and Bloodborne's the same way, because I played it for a little bit, because I was going to attempt to help BJ mm-hmm. one night when he was streaming, and I was like, I need to remember how to play this game. Right. You know, and, and so I just ran through some areas, but, like, your stamina goes so quickly, that you, and it's very hard to realize because of the how the UI is designed, is it's just kind of like the bar is really tiny and the only way to make it grow is to upgrade. Mm-hmm. So you're also help- in the very top left-hand yeah, corner of the yeah. screen. So, and, and what Neo does is it just, it gives you a big bar that half the screen, you know, halfway across the screen and it has numbers. Mm-hmm. So like if you upgrade from 1500 health to 1600 health, the bar doesn't change size. Just the number goes up and the percentage that it goes down is different. Gotcha. Whereas in dark souls, you start out with a little bar that's maybe like an inch wide on your 55 inch TV screen. Mm -hmm. And then as you upgrade, you eventually get the bar to go all the way across the screen. Okay. But you never really like, you don't quite know what the percentage or the numbers are. And your status bar is like, never going to go that far. You're never going to be able to upgrade enough to or your stamina bar. I should say, you're never going to upgrade that enough to be really noticeable, Mm -hmm. which I know was a problem. BJ had was like, Mm -hmm. that should be the thing that's telling you, Hey, you better not swing that again, or you're going to get murdered because you can't dodge or run away or do anything after that. Yeah. And it just doesn't, you know, so you'll swing three times and then suddenly your guy's like standing there. I can't do anything else. Just looking around. <laughs> yeah. Waiting. Yeah. And you can guard, but you're going to get hit and then you're going to you're going to drop your shield and then you get stabbed in the face. And <laughs> Sure. Then you do. You dead pops up <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I, I mean. I, I we'll see at the end of that Dark Souls DLC, but at least it seems to be leading towards something. Mm-hmm. I've heard from people that have beaten it that it really doesn't matter because, <laughs> of course, it wouldn't because uh, nothing in the storyline tends to make sense except to those people who make YouTube lore videos and are just like <laughs> so far down the rabbit hole that I even I can't relate to them okay. despite having played so much of these games. Mm. So, yeah, but Neo. Playing more Neo. Playing a lot more Neo. A you lot like Neo. more Neo. Neo yeah. is fantastic. You like the like, Neo. It, it, is, it is everything about that I like about Dark Souls, except better as far as gameplay goes, which, mm-hmm. which Dark Souls, you know, I've said, I don't care about the story that much. I mean, I care about the locations and I care about how the game plays out. Despite saying how clunky the gameplay is, there's that satisfaction you get from overcoming that right. and being good at it. Whereas Neo is so much faster paced and so much more user friendly in everything it does. Because like when you run out of stamina for your attacks, when you get low, your bar starts flashing red. So, you know, don't do this again, <laughs> you know, because if you do, 
then your guy will actually kind of stop and you can't move him and he'll kind of put his hands on his knees and like he's winded. He'd be like, oh. and that of course leaves you open to a guy to run up and stab you in the face. Is that the Neo? Hmm? I thought that was the Neo. Like when he runs out of stamina, he puts his hands on his knee. Oh God, man. You're, you're, you're trying. <laughs> Almost. You're trying too hard. <laughs> What was I saying? I don't know. About I, I, stamina part. <laughs> stamina. He puts his hands on his knees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. He gets. He just. He gets exhausted, and you know, like the game is very good at letting you know what you need to know at given times, which the other games are not good at at all. The only thing it's really not great at, though, is well, and I shouldn't even say that is the loot system. You can hold up to five hundred items at a time on your guy, and you will fill that up eventually. And then it's a matter of deciding what's better. And you have you can sort things by rarity, by level, by attack power, by defense. You know, just all of these different categories. And none of them really seems to sort it well. Like, it almost needs a button that says, sort it by best. Mm-hmm. Like, straight <laughs> up. Because, like, something may have, you know, the highest level. But it may have, like, no bonus effects whatsoever. It might be like, yeah, you can just, you can hit things really hard with this. Whereas, you know, like something could be rare and give you all these bonuses to your, you know, your health and your, you know, your, your lightning or whatever, but it won't hit worth a shit. You know, it's like you may as well be hitting him with a wiffle ball bat, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's no way of knowing that. So it's almost like you have to look at, you have to sort these lists of 500 items to go, okay, which is the best Uchigatana that I have, you know, that's going to give me the best stats. And it's kind of you spend a lot of time in menus doing that. Yeah. And that's the only part that's really can be frustrating. But when you're actually playing the game, like I've entered the matrix to get the Neo thing continuing there. I, when I'm playing it, I'm on. Okay. Like it, it's only boss fights really that completely fuck me though. I did fuck myself once in that I got through a whole section and then I realized I had enough, uh, Amrita, which is your level up currency to mm. get to gain two levels. Mm-hmm. Like I had a shit ton on me and I'm like, fuck I could. And, Cause there's like two strong guys that I could see in the area near the shrine. That was, you know, b- basically my progress area where I could save my game and level up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could fight them and probably die and have a hell of a time getting back here to get those souls back. Or I could just run back to the, through the area that I've completely cleared and just go back to the old shrine. You know, I may, I'll have to fight everything again, but I'll have two more levels to, to level up. So I tried to, so I'm like, all right, turn around, run back, fucking fall off the side of a dock into the water, <laughs> die, and then die fighting shit, just trying to get back to that point. <laughs> and that, and those are like the, the fuck these games moment that mm-hmm. you have, you know, where it's like, I'm never playing any of these again. The fuck? I was doing the safe thing and I fell off a fucking dock and drowned because my guy's wearing samurai armor. <laughs> so yeah. I lost two levels because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I still love this game. I still feel really good. Like I feel great about how I'm playing it. It's just it's there's so much more customization that's available in that game than there is in the Dark Souls stuff mm-hmm. yeah. that I really am enjoying. And, you know, it's it's got all it's got the Dark Souls thing, but it's also got, you know, the Diablo loot thing, too, where it's like, all right, I got this sword that's a lot better and it's going to fucking light things on fire when I hit them. You know, it's like, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> it ticks yeah. a lot of boxes for you. Yeah. And it's also got just the whole, like, when you get into a boss fight, just figuring out how it works. Hmm. You know, going, you go, you walk in and you just, like, get hit once and you're dead. And you're like, all right, I need to figure this out, you know. And then it's that process of, all right, well, what if I try this? And they go, oh, shit, that's working. That's working, you know. And then just figuring out all of the ways that are going to let you defeat this thing. Hmm. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And God damn, there are so many levels. <laughs> like they, I, I've, I'm in, I've basically on the last, I can move on to the third area or well, I should say fourth area of the game. If you count the intro section, mm-hmm. but I've done, I, I've played it for like 35 hours and I've done basically every variation of every mission they have and they just keep putting out new ones. Hmm. So, it, but they also tell you what level you should be to play them. Which oh, is very good. helpful, you uh, know, because yeah. there's one I, I, I that I unlocked, which said they're they're called Twilight missions. They're basically the same mission you played in the main story progress, mm-hmm. except, you know, harder enemies, you know, that basically like the new game plus version of these levels. Right. And one of them was like level 115 recommended. And oh. I was like, yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I'm not doing that level. <laughs> you know. Wow. That, I've tried to stream it a few times, but just haven't. I haven't had good runs when I've been streaming it. So I've been like, eh, hmm. so I just didn't do it. And of course, I, and I, I can't remember if I talked about it last month where I had a stream where I just kept dying to this boss over and over and over. And then finally I was like, I got to go. It's been two hours. I'm done. And then like the next time, like the first time in just fucking iced that boss, of just course. fucking murdered them. And I'm like, why wasn't I streaming then? Every time. It's, it's a combination of the fact that you weren't performing Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't performing for, for an audience. And also that phenomenon where you bang your head against something for several hours, mm-hmm. go to sleep, and then in the morning you have figured out how to do it somehow. Yeah. Like, let your brain rest and think about the optimal way to do it and mm-hmm. make your hands do things. Yeah. Well, and also I, I think it's just easier to not be talking at the same time a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> After streaming eight and a half hours of getting my dick kicked in, um, those games are not good for somebody who isn't like a pro streamer to oh, yeah. to stream unless like if you're really good at it and it looks good on screen or if you're just really good at talking about it. And I'm neither of those. Mm. But it, but it's it's difficult because you have to you have to concentrate so much mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to talk through what you're trying to do while you're trying to do it. Uh, because you have to devote so much brain power to timing and accuracy and yeah. remembering the patterns and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was funny though. Cause like Jen was listening to me fighting one of the bosses. She was doing some work on the computer in the other room. Mm-hmm. And she just hears me going, no, 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 <laughs> no, fuck. No, no. And then she's like, what is going on in there? And I'm like, well, I, I had him down to like one bar of health and then he hit me like three times in a row and I almost died and I had to, <laughs> I had to get far enough away so I could pop a health. And she's like, you need to calm down. <laughs> need to pop a health. Yeah. I'm glad there's, well, I had an audience, I guess, for, but I'm glad there's nobody in like in the apartment when I, when I play games like that. Yeah. Usually. <laughs> but it is, it, it is fun to realize that I speak to the things I'm trying to kill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, don't, no, 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 don't change. No, time out. <laughs> well, there's no time out in Neo. And that's the other thing with those games too, is you can't, you can never pause them. Neo's the same way. Like uh, there is no pause. Wow. It is basically like, 
you have to quit to the menu and Neo does not save your place. Whereas Bloodborne and Dark Souls do like when you wake up, you'll be in the same spot you were. Mm-hmm. Whereas Neo's like, uh, you haven't saved at a shrine in a while. Do you want to lose all this progress? And it's like, no, I don't, sir. Thank you. <laughs> I submit to you that I do not. Yeah. So. Hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm really loving that game. I need, I kind of need to pry myself away from it because it's sort of been all I've been playing, even though I've tried to do other stuff. I'm like, yeah, but Neo's there, so I'll if just you go. like it, yeah, yeah, if you're having fun with it, I mean, it, I there's nothing really that you need to pull away yeah. to play right now. Mass Effect so. ain't there yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't need to worry about that. Yeah, but it, it's just it feels like one of those games they almost put too much content in it because there's so many versions of those levels you can go back and play yeah. and get new stuff for doing them. You know that it's like ah, oh, I want new they're stuff. They're kind of Diabloing it. A little yeah, bit. they they yeah. really are, but. Hmm. I guess I shouldn't complain about that for a game having, you know, too much optional stuff. Because yeah. it's not like I need to be doing that. I could just mainline the story and probably... Oh, no, I'm having fun with this. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Yeah. And so, yeah, I shouldn't complain. <laughs> it's good. It's real good. good. Excellent. It went on sale last weekend. And I was like, people should buy this. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I must have missed that tweet. Yeah. But I got to say, like, in thinking about the stuff we talked about this half, like, PS4 has really been stepping it up this year. Like, like Sony, like they, like that's an exclusive horizon zero dawns an exclusive, you know, they've just, they've been doing well this year with their exclusive stuff. Yep. And yep. in general, those games have been of a, a, a good quality, you know, they're not busted. <laughs> right. Yes. You know, it's exactly. not like, it's not like, yeah, we got knack, you know, I like Mac. Uh, yeah. Mac's fine, but they've, they've moved on from Mac. Cause I mean, you've also got, yeah, cause a zero mm-hmm. and that's uh, right. I mean, you know, the last Garden Guardian just came out in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody ha- cares. True, <laughs> but I mean, they've had this run of game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Persona Five comes out here shortly. Yeah, that's right. Is yeah. it already out? Uh, it, it might be out today or something. Yeah, something it, like people that. are reviewing it, so mm-hmm. it's footage is out there. Yeah, so. it's close. I saw somebody like had a copy that they bought in a store oh. yesterday, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it may be. Well, I think maybe it came some out, places are breaking. It came out in Japan like a, a month ago. Oh yeah, so, it's been like, so everyone's been like, no spoilers. Yeah, no. But yeah, PS4, man. It's doing pretty good. Yeah, doing pretty good. Yeah, stuff up your game, Xbox. Gosh. Or something, I don't know. <laughs> Fix it, Larry. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, get, Larry. Get... <laughs> Where's Black Ops 2? <laughs> <laughs> we should just start tweeting at Major Nelson. Just be like, where's Neo? Yeah. <laughs> when's Neo coming to Xbox One? <laughs> One Larry. Yeah, when's this flip, Sony flip Studios? Switch, game? Larry. When's the Sony Studios game coming to Xbox One? Why can't I play the Uncharted series, with Larry? Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen, Larry. I, well, I think what we need to do is, or I, I wonder if they do. Do they all get together and figure out what the next game is going to be when Black Ops Two is on the backwards compatibility list? Like, Probably. What's What's next? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll just be like. So there's it was if you scroll through, it's started with what Skate Three. Yeah. Or well, I think though, no, I think Red Dead. And then oh, yeah. Red, Dead, yeah. Red Dead and Skate then, 3 and, and Blops 2. Yeah. So basically yeah, what Blops happens... One, yeah. and then it was Red Dead, yeah. and then it was Skate 3, right. and then it was now it's Blops 2. So what happens is it it's just basically the next group moves up yeah. in the, you know, in the, oh, in the chat order. Up, yeah. Yeah, everyone, the next everyone who's pops up. Right. So it's it's just you're taking off the biggest chunk at the top of the list, mm-hmm. you know, with, with Blops 1, mm-hmm. and then Red Dead moved up. And then once that got knocked out, then Blops 2 well, moved up. They're and, running out of, like, And then marquee. they were like, you oh, want yeah. Skate 3? Here it is free, or <laughs> part of gold. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted it. Yeah. Yeah, but they are, they're seriously, they're running out of the big name... Ones There's, to make backwards compatible. We're like, Snake King, Larry. 
Yeah. Um, Where's Naughty Bear, Larry? Yeah. Like, I'd like to see Naughty Crackdown Barry. or Crackdown 2. Yeah. Yeah. That's at true. some point, that yeah, would be nice. Right. That, that, is that would probably be next. Those are I, actually the ones to yell at Larry Herb about, though, because they're Microsoft. I, I think know. games. I, I think they're saving those probably for pre-order bonuses for when Crackdown, Crackdown Three, if it ever fucking happens, they've probably been holding they've gone on radio to radio silent on that though. It's weird, yeah. Yeah, but fucking Microsoft. Yeah, I'm just saying you need to start yelling about Mike. Ones Microsoft actually has any control over. It, oh yeah, it's not Larry that's not putting Black Ops Two out there. It's that Lost Planet needs Activision. to be on the backwards compatibility <laughs> list. Lost Planet, Lost Planet Two, and Lost Planet Three. Those tent poles. Those Maybe I will actually play one of them at this I point. believe those could not be found on a celestial body. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. Larry, please. Yes. Yeah, yes. Larry. Yes. Please respond, Larry. Hey, Larry, please, Larry. where are my skull? Yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's what we need to start. Yep. Just as soon as he posts Larry, it, everyone responds, where, my where, where my skull, skull at? <laughs> yeah. Where my skull? Hashtag 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Hit that big ass ramp, Larry. Yeah, really. <laughs> hit that big ass ba- backwards compatibility. <laughs> All right, I think we need to take a break. Okay, yeah, I think so. No quarters. Hey, second half. Still a motherfucking video game podcast. Chuck is always amused that you are amused that it's the second half. Hey, <laughs> what? Wait, whoa! Where am I? Chuck, Chuck always gets a chuckle. I do as, as, as soon as BD is like, hey, <laughs> hey, guy, get a little chuckle, chuckle, <laughs> a chuckle, yeah. Chuck. Uh huh. Hashtag hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of hey guys, you streamed a game again. I did. <laughs> This is the one you did before Bloodborne. I think this is why everyone made you suffer, because you had seen joy. I did. I saw, like, the purest form of joy that I've seen in a long time um, that doesn't involve puppies or pretty ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I So I wanted to do basically a test shot for the Bloodborne streaming, mm-hmm. and as happens with fucking downloading shit on PlayStation... Um, I started to download Gone Home, and I was going to play through Gone Home for my first stream. And unfortunately, it took 797 hours to download uh, one hour's worth of gameplay in Gone Home. Um, So yeah, it took 79 hours to download an hour's worth of content uh, for Gone Home. But by the time it was supposed to, I was supposed to be starting the stream, it just wasn't ready yet. And so I started flipping through the games that I, the games that I had not, you know, played that were going to be kind of small experiences. And Journey was free on PS Plus a few months ago. And I was like, oh, hey, Journey, you're probably ready to go since you probably haven't had an update in two and a half years. Mm -hmm. I will probably play you. And I started up Journey. And man, every moment of of playing Journey was just wonderful. Uh, I mean, there was a little bit of, there's a little bit of, what starts to become heartbreak in that game. Uh, but the moment it turns around, I was just, I was just floored and just like overjoyed um, for something that is so simple and quiet a game. 
um, it manages to just truck. It manages to just drive truckloads of emotion in into the into the experience somehow. And mm-hmm. well, there's no fat it, on that game. No, there isn't. There's there's a little. You can make your own fluff in that game because you it it really you really don't get a lot of direction. But unlike uh, unlike something like like the dark Dark Souls, when mm-hmm. when you don't get a lot of direction in Dark Souls, you get you, you get punished for not learning it quickly. But in Journey, they make it somehow really easy to learn, and they're they're very very good at communicating things to the player. Uh, without directly telling you things, um, it's so simple and so slick in teaching you the way that that world is working. Um, it's just, it's just magnificent. Like for for someone to have the ability to put all of that together, or for a team, or you know, I don't I don't know who all worked on Journey, how many people worked on it, but just for an entity of any sort to be able to to be able to craft something that nicely is really amazing to me. Um, I'm trying to be purposely vague because if you haven't played it, you need to experience it for yourself. And um, I don't want to spoil anything about it, if at all possible. Um, mm-hmm. There is a really cool multiplayer aspect of this game, which like people just kind of show up. Yeah, you don't know who they are. It's not optional. It just it happens. Yeah, that's and that's weird that it's not optional. That it's just it's just going to happen or it's not. I was just I was very glad that there were people around. Like, yeah, that people are still playing, and that you had I think it was three three different yeah, people, three different companions. And you never know when one has come or gone. Generally speaking, like, you'll like, know when like they somebody leave, will you'll see them vanish. Yeah, somebody of. will disappear or somebody will appear. But it's just it's seamless. You don't. You don't have any communication with that other player besides things that you can do in game. You can't type to them. You can't talk to them. Um, All you can do is do a little ping. Yeah, and that that ping actually becomes you know uh, sort of becomes important. Uh, but the way that the way that works and how seamless that is and how smooth it is, um, it's so good. And you don't like that game doesn't give you the ability to really troll another player or like there's no way to not sort of cooperate in a way mm-hmm. yeah. um but there's certainly no way to hamper somebody else yeah in that you, game your which actions is, can only help right and that's that's a really like a really strong really important facet of of that multiplayer mm-hmm. um it just makes you it forces you into playing that game sort of the way they want to, they want you to play it. Um, and it becomes like a really beautiful experience. Cause you have this, you have this companion that you, you don't know, you don't know anything about. Uh, you sort of work out rudimentary communication with pings or, or movements or whatever. And you guys hang out and go through the little story together and just have your little neat journey with someone. Yeah. It's so, it's so magical, man. Just, it just was, sit down and play it. It only takes like an hour to get yeah. through. A little more than that, but yeah. But, but it was enjoyable to watch you play it and to hear you reacting to the parts that I was <laughs> waiting for you to react to. Yeah. You know, because you make this friend as you're playing the game. You know, you basically, even though you don't even know if it's the same person or not, 
you're still like it's yeah. still your little buddy. Yeah, you're like, hey, my buddy. And then there's a part where basically you get forcibly separated from them, and mm-hmm. you know it's just like, oh no, my buddy. Right. Where's my it, friend? Is my buddy coming back? What ha-? you know? And and then it's kind of like when you have them back, it's like, yes, my friend is back. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> you 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 lose this friend and then you get them back, and it's just it's 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 interesting that you have this cycle of making a friend, losing the friend, and then getting the friend back. Yeah. And, and it might not even be the same friend. It's yep. just, you know, but it is, it doesn't matter if it's a different person or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sit down and play it. It's an hour and change. Um, if you decide to play this because you heard me talk about it and you feel like streaming it, please let me know because I would love to watch it. Like I, I, I now want to watch other people mm-hmm. play this game and experience it. So if you're going to stream it uh, or if you're going to play it and if you have the ability to stream it to, you know, YouTube or Twitch or something, uh, give me a shout because um, it's... Because you want to watch it. Yeah, I want to I want to just see you have see you have that experience because it's, it's it, wonderful. It does become this thing that people pass on. Yeah. That we're like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't want to tell you anything about it, but I want to see... I want you to experience it and I want to yeah. see you how you react to everything. Yeah. And like I said, it's quick. It's an hour and, and, and mm-hmm. change, so it's not going to take up a whole lot of your lifetime. Um, and if, if you don't own it, it's for sale on all the stores, mm-hmm. you know, the PS PlayStation Store thing. It's not that expensive. Yeah, and so. if you had it on PS3, they basically gave you the copy of the, on the PS4. Yes. Which is nice. So tell me yeah. about your journey. Yeah, that was basically my number six for last generation. Like, it, it almost made the top five, but it didn't quite. It's so good. I wish I had played it sooner so that I could that I could give it its accolades in a more timely mm-hmm. manner. Yeah. I, I, I kind of regret not having played it, but I'm really glad that I eventually got to it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of video games. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, this game came up on sale. Uh, it's been out for a couple of years and I was just like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. Cause uh, our friends at TBGP, one of our old sister podcasts from the uh, gamers with cast network. Wow. Yeah, I remember that, Chuck. <laughs> Vaguely. Yeah. Uh, that's their game of the month. Oh. Their game club game is Axiom Verge, mm-hmm. which is available on basically everything at this point. Yeah. And it is a game made by one guy, like, and not in the Jonathan Blow sense of, well, he designed it and then, you know, somebody did the art and some other people did it. Like, this guy did literally everything in this game. And it starts out looking like a, an NES game, mm-hmm. but it kind of has a style that's half NES, half SNES, and then half like late 80s, early 90s PC games almost. Like it's it's one of the few that actually nails how that look is supposed to look. You know, and it feels like a game like that. And it is, you know, as as we call them all now, Metroidvanias, where it's okay, you need this weapon to be able to unlock this type of door to move on through this map. And it is a 2D, but it is very much indebted to Metroid of any game it is it is basically like somebody who said i love metroid and i want to make a metroid game mm-hmm. and so they did or he did mm-hmm. and i've probably only played a couple hours i think i'm in like the third section of the map maybe the fourth i can't remember now but that game's really good like if you like those types of games you know like the old school 2d castlevania metroid stuff you want to play this game because it's just it's it's super solid and it it has enough story that it's telling. It's not like it's being super like there are kind of like cutscenes, but it's more just like dialogue boxes that pop up with you, 
you're it starts out it's almost kind of like the uh the half-life thing where you're uh you're a scientist who's in some kind of experimental area and something goes wrong and things blow up and then you wake up and where the hell am i right and the first time you die you are freaked out because you have been you know reconstituted in the save point and your dude is basically like what the fuck just happened (laughs) i thought i just died why am i what who am i why am i here what what the hell mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of it's it actually has a main character and a story that it's trying to tell and I, I think i know where it's going but not totally sure but i know we you know especially me knock pixel art 2d games all the time because the majority of them are trash you know they're basically like hey you know we're just we're not doing anything new but art budgets are hard so here's a pixel art thing and you know, it's kind of, there's a lot of shitty ones out there. Yes. This is not one of those. This is a really great game and this is a really well-designed game. And it's just one of those. That's kind of a shock that it was one dude making all of it, hmm. but it's also, it's a lot like shovel Knight in that it is someone who's not pretending to make a NES SNES style game. He actually like understands and knows how to make them look. And there's, you know, there's glitchy stuff as if like you were using a game genie mm-hmm. on it at certain points <laughs> that matters to the game. Like, nice. like there's eventually a weapon that can affect those parts, but you'll hit a certain section of the map and you'll be like, oh shit, you know, it's doing that weird flashy, you know, suddenly it's, it's numbers instead of whatever the sprite is supposed to be like that sort of stuff. But I'm really enjoying what I'm playing of it so far. And I think normally it's 20 bucks. It was on sale for 10 basically everywhere. I don't know if it still is. But yeah, Axiom Verge, it's good. Something else that was on sale that's not good is Mega Man <laughs> Legacy Collection. Yeah. They certainly emulated those games well. The games themselves play exactly like the NES versions with the frame chopping and the flashing and all of that stuff. Slow down. Yeah. Like, like, the, like, the, <laughs> like they play just yep. like Mega Man does, which I, I think fans of Mega Man are like, yes, do it that way. Mm-hmm. However pause the game you can't see what's highlighted when you are moving in the menu somehow their cursor is not set correctly to highlight anything <laughs> so you have to guess at what button you're pressing you know you have to hit start in order to or the hamburger button or whatever it is on xbox i'm playing on xbox <laughs> you know whatever replace the start button you have to hit that in order to pause like it will not accept anything else you know it's just very rigid about what it wants you doing, mm-hmm. but it's still Mega Man, mm-hmm. man. And Mega Man was a good game. <laughs> like, like Mega Man was hard as shit, yeah. but I really, really loved those games when I was younger mm-hmm. and was able to play through a few stages, you know, and get to the boss on a few of them. And I, the levels are shorter than I remember. Yeah. But like, you know, you, everyone thinks about Mega Man being this really hard thing. It's like, those levels aren't that long at all. They're just really hard. And there's only one checkpoint in the middle that they don't really mark. You just have to hope that you passed it and know where you are. But as a collection, man, they shitted, they shat that thing out. It's not well put together at all. And when you can't even see what you're selecting in the menus, why are we bothering with this? You know? Yeah. So that part's disappointing. I was, I, I, I played it also um, mm-hmm. long enough to realize I didn't ever want to play Mega Man games again. But yeah, you would think they would put a little bit more effort into the, the presentation. You know, because that that release is not it wasn't expensive it was never that expensive to begin with and yeah. then it immediately mostly went on sale almost anywhere mm-hmm. but yeah just you know 
give people a reason. Give give people something over than going and getting the ROMs. You know? Yeah. Because... I mean, there is like there's artwork like from the manuals and stuff. There, there's a few but it's just like bonus, of, but there it's it's half-assed. Yeah, it's, it's just incredibly in half-assed. Yeah, half-assed. Like, I, I look at Rare Replay all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, that's how you you show tribute to video game past. Mm-hmm. It really is, and I wish more studios would do that with their products. And you realize that when uh, a big property like Mega Man can't get the treatment that you think it would, you realize you're never going to get just libraries of old games and have, you know, historical documents and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's just, it's a Those shame. Sega ones have been pretty good. They, they haven't they, been they, bad. They've done good jobs. Yeah. Like, there was one that was like dumbly named like Sonic and Genesis collection. Or yeah. Something like yeah. That. No, th- those that were like good. Really good. Yeah. And it's not just Sonic. It's a shitload of games. Yeah. It had all the fantasy stars in it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if you were going to play through something, Good luck. That'll take you a couple uh-huh. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this one just feels like it's been out. It's not brand new. It's right. not like this just came. Right, this right. has been out for a while. Yeah. But on Xbox One, like it's the menus are broken. Yeah. yeah. They never like, fixed, fixed it. And it was one of those situations where they they didn't have the money to pay for the patch. Yeah. Like Capcom wouldn't authorize them because wasn't it? Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. Xbox charges you for patches. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't it like Iron Galaxy? Weren't they the ones who did it? Oh, I don't remember anymore. OK, yeah, I thought I thought I, it was a situation I look, where I looked too closely. Yeah, into okay. it, but it, it just it was one of those. It was like, come on. Yeah, like this should not be this bad. I seem to remember them going to Capcom and saying, look, we need this money to fix this. And they were like, no, no. So well, it's lazy shit then. I agree. You know, if how does that get through beta testing i know hey can't see the menu ah and and there are some settings that honestly like like there was a a a, i don't know if it corrected slowdown or the flashing or something but there Mm -hmm. were a couple other things i messed with and saw no difference whatsoever and they certainly (laughs) didn't fix the menu so awesome yeah yeah don't i mean it's one of those cases where i'm almost like you know what just download some fucking roms yeah you know i i hate to say i hate to say do that but yeah it, or, it, or if you want to be legit, go get one of the like you know, do the NES Classic ROM thing, or get mm-hmm. like get one of those like ret what are the retro retron retrons yeah yeah something Pop that plays cartridge actual in. cartridges yep. yeah. yeah. But yeah, but they, there are much better options for playing these games, which is sad because they're still great. You yeah. know, they're still like the first time I remember a non-linear game mm-hmm. aside from Zelda, really. You know, first Legend of Zelda being that way. Yeah, that's why those Atari collections really bummed me out because they were just so half-assed. Yeah, they didn't care. Like they just shout out a bunch of these Atari ROMs, put them on a Blu-ray disc. Yeah, it just it just feels like you know what? Like like I almost feel like the entire collection fit on a floppy. It it was like three hundred twenty-five meg was the size of each of those. Oh, I I seem to remember those are like sixteen k, literally. Yeah, the ROMs for those games. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. I remember like when I had an Atari emulator, and it was like every Atari game Mm -hmm. ever made, and it was like floppy fit on a floppy disk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, I, I just feel like. I'd almost do it, you know, like, like, let me design some menus for you guys. Let me put some stuff. Together. Let me find some yeah. materials to put on this. But people they, continue to be surprised at how far menu design would go for making their game seem better. Yeah. You know, when when you look at a product and you just feel like, ah, they probably just shit that out. And then you pop it in and go, hey, they shit it out. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, fuck, you know, the, who cares? Well, you compare it to something like the guy who made Axiom Verge. Mm-hmm. One guy made this fucking game. Yeah. Like one guy couldn't design menus for you. Like, yeah. like you couldn't even give him the time to make something worth putting out. Yep. You know, that's, that sort of stuff just drives me crazy. Yep. Absolutely. It sucks. 
Speaking of driving me crazy. Maximum punnage. Here's a cautionary tale for you guys. Oh, boy. Uh, so I've got two games that have been around for a long time. Maybe you might have fond memories of an older version of one of these games. I do. Uh, you should you should not think that that's going to carry over to modern day releases of those games. Really? Well, that game doesn't hold up anyway. <laughs> no, so. no, that's crazy because that's never happened. I know. So, first game, uh, Carmageddon. Yay! Max damage. Run Ooh. people over with a car that's shaped vaguely like a thing with spikes. Uh huh. So. They made a new one of these. Uh, I believe it was a Kickstarter or one of those kinds of deals. It eventually came out on Steam and then eventually somehow made it over to consoles. Um, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> not good, huh? All of that description is about what you think. Like you start playing it and you're like, oh, this is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, they want it to be kind of a modern racing game, but you earn points by running people over, but it's like, they have not advanced game design or physics or it's just this this game is stuck in the past mm-hmm. like this is just bad this is not how video games work anymore it's yeah. just bad it it looks okay and is it, it all just it. like flat like the original Carmageddon was where you no like- I mean it looks a little better than that but it's just it's sloppy it's just not enough time and thought was put into it and it's just and you just really end up like not knowing where to go what to do like the goals are not very clear it's not just run people over for points it is there's also checkpointing and racing and all of these other things and it's just like i don't this is not none of this is what i want Mm -hmm. it's it's like the old game in retrospect was not very good and they did not have a good idea here either so it was cheap, and I was like, yeah, let me try it. And then after about an hour, I was like, no, let me put that on eBay. <laughs> so, Do you play a character named Maxwell Damage? No, oh. I don't think so. Hmm. If you do, I don't even remember. Maybe oh. you do. I, it never Max Damage. It never popped in my head like, eh, at least that's something, but nope. No. Uh, this other one was an impulse buy on the PS4 because it was, I don't know, like $2 or something like that. They've been making these games since 2002 officially licensed Monster Jam games. Mm. And this one's Monster Jam Crush It. <laughs> uh, uh, did you crush it, bro? I, yeah, I totes crushed was it, it. Was it crush shit? Yeah, that's... Yes, if I was writing a, a <laughs> uh, headline for a shitty uh, video game website. So, man, I... It, like the like the first sign of absolute shit a video game can thrust upon me is if like their volume levels aren't normalized. Like if all of a sudden you start playing the game and rip the headphones off your head because for some reason it is 12 dB louder than anything else you've ever done. Oh, like Pinball FX2? Kind of, yes. So that was the first sign. And then everything was running like a Flash game. And I'm like, wow, this is unbelievably bad. But then I noticed that there was a mode in the game where you're basically doing monster trucks like in trials. It's a trials course layout, like side scrolling, and you're just going over hills and jumps. I'm like, well, that could be something. And it's also clumsy as shit and doesn't have any kind of good Mm. physics to it or anything. And it's just like you either are going full speed or not going at all. And there's one engine sound, and (laughs) it's just that sound of, and that's it (laughs) the whole time. And you're just like, fuck, man. So I don't know that 
that game has a nice logo. Yeah, well. <laughs> and it because it's officially licensed, so you get all the Gravedigger and Bigfoot and Medusa and all those things. But man, just what, fuck them all. <laughs> what system? Like, what? It's on PS4. It's on PS4 and Xbox One. Huh. I probably didn't pay more than four dollars for it. There have been multiple Monster Jams. Yeah, yeah. BJ. Since... BJ's trying to look it up. It, you're gonna find a lot. Yeah, no, no. Good. I found the one on on PS4. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does have a pretty good logo. Yeah. <laughs> it looked in screenshots like it yeah, might it be look, a thing. Looks good. Yeah. I think I I think I saw this and thought mm-hmm. like tried to make a note to myself yep. to to check it out later. But I'm glad that you took that bullet. Yeah. It's 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 laughably bad. Do not do it. Although I do think it's like a trophy pinata in that you do like one race and because you got five stars on the first race, it gives you like a trophy for getting a one star in a race. It gives you a trophy for getting two stars. It's just like the things kept pinging and I was like, I didn't do anything. I played your tutorial and I got like 20 trophies and I was like, well, I guess if that's your thing, you could do that. <laughs> yeah, so all the trophy screenshots were the same. Pretty much. Yeah, one thing Neo does, which is really weird to me, uh-huh. is it pops the trophy part on mm-hmm. a black screen. <laughs> so all you nice. see, like, <laughs> I, I think they're doing that because it's story ones. Uh-huh. But it's just kind of funny that all each one of them is just a black screen. Nice. So it's like, okay, I, I, I guess you guys really hate spoilers. <laughs> I don't know. But it's better than Batman, where it was always happening, like, in the middle of, like, a blurry screen because Batman, I had moved it just enough that Batman's head, you can kind of see in the corner of the screen. And it was, well, while we're talking about trophies and achievements and stuff, um, yeah, I thought, I just thought it was pretty cool that the new Xbox update has that achievement tracker. Yes. Thing. Have you seen yeah. that? It's pretty neat. Yeah. I'm just saying that's, that's a, that's a cool idea. If you're still into those, mm-hmm. like just pop up the progress on the sides. So yeah. It's a little, it's a little overlay. Really not intrusive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel bad for them because they've done all this stuff for people that care about achievements, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they killed achievements basically when they first launched the Xbox one and yeah. made them just such a minor thing where I still cannot like, I, I understand that then they were just running away from anything game because they wanted to be, Oh, well TV, TV, TV. We need to do all this other stuff. It's yeah. not just about games. You know, when it's like, I know so many people that you know, Chuck and I, especially just bought games on 360 for achievements. Yes. Like, like straight up, they won that generation because games had achievements. Yep. And then the next generation, they're like, ah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Don't need them. Yeah. Like the, the two things I don't understand about that original push for the Xbox was how they just shat on achievements and made them a lesser thing, which is the dr- so many people had this drive of achievement hunting. Right. It's just an extra level of game that didn't really cost that much uh, effort. And then the other thing was avatars. Mm-hmm. Like as silly as those things were, you were constantly like, oh, I can get a dragon now. That's sweet. OK, yeah. let me do that. And they just pushed those things to where like last year they had some like, hey, get this free thing for your avatar. I'm like, where the fuck are the avatars? Yeah. <laughs> like, where do you even see an avatar? Yeah, I don't even think they're on the website anymore. Yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, because they used to be it, on. Yeah, Xbox. you go to someone's com. profile. Well, it's fucking hard to tell because there are nine different versions of the Xbox. That's true. It depends on which link you click. Right. <laughs> You're either on the Microsoft store, the Xbox store, the PC store, the Xbox one, Uh Xbox 360. Yeah. Yeah. Outlook. Somehow you end up on Outlook sometimes. (laughs) I don't don't know. Um, (laughs) One quick touchback on the on the Monster Jam thing. Yeah. I really want a really good Monster Truck game. That's and because this was licensed, I was like, well, maybe this is it. Maybe this isn't a fucking phone game. Yeah. Um, There was there was one for for PC like 15 years ago Mm -hmm. that was. 
I mean, it looked shitty for it looked shitty at the time because it's just you know yeah. th- that was your lot in life. But it was really fun, yeah. and I can't remember the name of it did, or anything. Didn't, didn't the Madness people make uh, one on PC? Or are you, Monster why Truck am I looking Madness. at you? You're not a PC gamer. Well, they, they had Midtown Mad- Madness and oh, several yeah. other oh, Madness. Right, ones. right, yeah. But wasn't there like a Monster Truck I, Madness? I think or one? there was. Yeah. That may have been it. I'm not sure, but like that was Dice. Was it? Man, I, I just, know it was Microsoft something. But. Yeah, I just want like you know, I just want a good Monster Truck game. I, and Monster like, trucks are fucking cool. They are, but like, it, like when you're in like the arena doing stuff. Th- yeah. This is the kind of game it is like there will be a pile of cars and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to run those cars over sweet and crush them, crush it. It's the name of the game, right? Yeah, it's one of those where like the car has a model that it's intact and then you touch it and it turns into a model of a dented car. Oh, <laughs> man, there's no like actual crushing physics going. It's just like oh. ah, you touch that car. Now it's dented. And it's just like, boo. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. So this is shovelware. Yes, okay. Absolutely. One more thing about Monster Truck. <laughs> the very first Monster Truck front flip was done not too long ago. Really? Yeah. Where? Uh, in an arena? <laughs> probably probably in a Monster Truck. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a Monster Truck in an arena. Dude. No, I, I think it's like, I have been... a Monster Truck. <laughs> no, but they, they did it at one of the Monster Jam yeah. shows, um, which is pretty cool because it was only like four or five years ago when they did the first backflip with, mm-hmm. a, with a Monster Truck. And now they figured out how to do a fucking front flip in a Monster Truck. Maybe that's why this yeah, game man. figured Fucking it could do trials radical. shit now. They're like, hey, radical. front flip that thing. Yeah, keep on monster trucking. <laughs> anyway, I like monster trucks, guys. <laughs> I want a good monster truck game. Cool. I'm don't get that sad one. Sad that this one isn't yeah, it. Yeah, don't get it. Oh, well. No. Next time, a gadget. It'll probably be free soon. <laughs> it's that bad. <laughs> It'll be the next, <laughs> yeah, the next thing that uh, that people on Twitter complain <laughs> yeah, about. Right. about yeah, PS, PS Plus. Plus. So. Love it. Uh, last thing we got. Speaking uh, of loving it. Yeah. Uh, Hitman. They continue to put out elusive targets and missions and all sorts of stuff. That's crazy. They keep working on that game. Like, wow. like they haven't said anything about season two yet, but they just keep putting out targets for season one. Mm-hmm. And these elusive targets don't cost anything, right? They just, they're just there. Yeah. You just have to have the map that they're, that's they show really, up on. That's really cool that they have a team that's just working on free content every once in a while. Yeah. Just, yeah. here you go. Yeah. It, it's, it, they, They've really uh, the problem now is that they're just making them fucking hard as hell because like this the last one was on Colorado which is the level where basically you can aggro any but like everyone's armed so like if you mm-hmm. aggro people you're fucked um unless you kill them immediately mm-hmm. but uh, and hide their body immediately but this guy who you have to kill has like four guards around him at all times following him around so there were very few ways to actually kill him without getting noticed hmm. but explosion kills always work and and there's one thing that like there's a uh, propane tank that you can carry around and there's a breaching charge that you can carry around and if you attach the breaching charge to the propane tank drop them at the same time and activate the charge it will blow up and everyone will think it's an accident so uh-huh. that was the only way that i could kill him was to blow that fucker up because i was tempted to do it like as like from the sniper point but after you do that, you have to sneak into the into the mansion and steal some plans from a safe that's upstairs that has a guard near it as well. But man, those that game, I even even with Neo and Dark Souls and all that, like I don't get the rush like of adrenaline, like actual heart pumping that I do once I've committed, like once I've killed the guy and I'm like, I got to get out now. You know, and and having and adding the stuff to him where it's like you have to go and get some other objective 
But if you do that objective first, then you have to kill that guy because you're locked into that one too. So it always becomes, I'm locked in and now I have to get out of here. I, oh my God, what am I going to do? And like suddenly everybody that you see on the map is like, oh fuck, why, was, why wasn't that guy there before? What is he doing? <laughs> Shit, what am I going to do? You know, they, the few games have that effect. And that's, I think, why the elusive targets are so awesome. It's mm. just knowing that you've got that one shot. And if you fuck it up, it's just done. But yeah, I, I'm, I don't know how long they're going to keep doing them. But I think this was like number 22. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. So I've unlocked everything that you can unlock because I've done five of them as Asylum Assassin. Are they doing like a like two a month? Uh, it's, it's generally, yeah, it's generally every other week. That's pretty good. And the beginning of the month, like they announce what they're going to do. And usually there's a patch. Like at the beginning of last month was the patch that unlocked like professional mode and all that stuff. And then they have, they'll add new escalation missions, which are the ones like the first times like killed this guy with a gun, you know, and then the next one will be like, kill this guy with a gun and this guy with a knife, you know, and then the third version will be like, kill this guy with a gun and then kill this guy with a knife within 90 seconds of each other, you know, and they'll keep like adding different stuff to them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're okay. But those, those play more like there's one way to do this. Right. You know, it's kind of, it's figuring out the puzzle that they've set out for you and doing it in that, in that specific amount of time. Hmm. But yeah, they have that. And then they have, uh, I'm trying to think what the other, I think the other ones are just like contract missions where it's like, you know, the, the Steve Gaynor cool one or stuff like that, mm-hmm. where they'll just release one where it's like, okay, you have to, you have to kill this guy, but the, these are the stipulations on the entire map now is, you know, everyone, everyone's aware of your presence unless you're disguised a certain way or something, you know, but yeah, they, I, I am proud of that team for just continuing to just be putting out stuff on a weekly basis, even over a year after release. So that's pretty good. That's that's really good support. Yeah. And it means they're going to get to do season two, which I am 100 percent behind. I will pre-order it now. Show me where <laughs> I will buy season two. Awesome. Yeah. I wonder if uh, this is uh, just a little sort of sort of side thing. I wonder mm-hmm. if like this is a thing games sh- should keep doing. I mean, it seems like a really good model. It's almost like an MMO if in a, in a way yeah. like just. Not not the grind part, but like, yeah. you know, just kind of continuous content in small doses mm-hmm. that keeps you coming back. And also, I've bought into this, you know, I'll buy a $50 pass every year mm-hmm. for the next season of content. It's kind of like a subscription of like, and, and, the, and yeah. the the base hub stays the same. So you're not just going out mm-hmm. and buying like a whole new single game every year. Yeah. I, I, I mean. It's kind of cool. I th- it, it works. They certainly figured it out for this game because it works for this type of game because it's all about replayability. And the people that love the game have realized that, okay, I can play this level 20 different ways and get 20 different experiences and doing it the way they did, you know, with the slow drip is making you go back and go like, Oh yeah, maybe I'll try this one this way. You know, where yep. as, as, as we've said before, you know, when you play absolution through, you're just going to go, all right, how do I beat this level? Mm-hmm. All right. I beat it. Moving on, beat it. Moving on. You know, whereas I think you have to have a game with replayability is is the real key to doing it that way. Right. You know, you know, something like I wouldn't be surprised if a Souls game or like Neo or something like that, that type of game goes to that model at some point. Because Neo especially is designed very much with discrete levels, you know, mm-hmm. whereas Dark Souls is a con- t- continuous world. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised seeing any those types of games try to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah. you know, people are running through like in an MMO fashion, grinding levels as well. 
where it's like, all right, I'm going to go back here and I'm just going to kill this many of this thing until I can, you know, until it drops a dark gem or something. Yeah, I just I just think about like every I mean, there's so it seems like there's so many, especially almost yearly games that come out that like would benefit by just having a single game hub and you paying basically like a subscription. I mean, mm-hmm. you could go with a, a subscription model, like an ongoing monthly thing. Except for, I think they probably just want to do like yearly subscriptions. But like, if, instead of Madden having like every single year, it's just like, here's Madden NFL, the hub. And if you've paid your $50, you get the updated rosters. If there's any mm-hmm. updated graphic things, and also say, well, okay, you didn't give us $50 this year. You can still keep playing the game, but you can't play with anyone who's upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I wish that they would do it with a game like Gran Turismo mm-hmm. because one, that game takes for fucking ever to come out. Mm hmm. And two, every time they come out with one, I'm like, I want to play it, but I don't generally know if I ever like them. So I don't want to play the whole thing. But if they were to give you like, here's the first fifth of the game for twelve dollars, mm-hmm. that would be like a great like, OK, now I'm I'm fully engrossed into like the physics and the cars and everything. In Gran Turismo. Maybe I want to buy more of that and not wait six years for the next Gran Turismo to come yeah. out. Some of those, some things like that, I think it would work with yeah. fine. I, I think it also worked for Hitman because it was monthly. It was straight up. Yeah. They did not miss their deadlines. Yeah. Whereas Telltale got themselves fucked early on yeah, by, you know, and they did that with Walking Dead too. Like yep. season, what is it? The the third season one, like the third piece didn't mm-hmm. come out for like three months, mm-hmm. something like that. And it's like, you guys can't, you know, it, it, they have to have their pipeline streamlined enough that this stuff is going to come out on time. Yep. You also, I think, have to have a studio that can support it monetarily because, like, if you're selling, you know, if you're selling something at a what is a reduced price for a quote unquote AAA game, like, you're still making more of that game and you're expecting to get eventually to that $60 price. But when you first launch it, it's going to be $10, $10, $10, $10, $20 or whatever. Yeah. As opposed to 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60. So um, I think it's a, I think it's a potentially dangerous thing for a studio to do financially, but if it like with Hitman, it worked out, um, yeah. and it may be just that 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 team is streamlined enough that it doesn't cost them a whole bunch to you know to make the game in the first place, so mm-hmm. they can you know they can eat the reduced cost. But at the same time, maybe it maybe it isn't like I don't know the financials on on Hitman, but maybe having an easy entry point at the beginning, you know, what was it? Was it $20 when it came out? Uh, it was 15 for the base pack. Yeah. yeah. 15 for the base pack maybe makes people more likely to buy it. And then yeah. after people, you know, after people buy it that were kind of on the fence, but they bought it cause it was inexpensive and they thought they'd give it a shot. You know, maybe you entice more people into, into the full game price, you know, yeah. with that model. It's, it's interesting. Like that, I know that that has an impact on it. I'm just not sure what that is. Hey, how long have we been with the PS4 and Xbox One? Is it three since, years? Four years? Since 13. fall of 2013. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll come up four years. Three and a half. Remember the one featured promise that they've never talked about ever again, which was try any game, start playing it, playing it for like an hour, and then oh, go, yeah, oh yeah, yeah bye, because I like this. Yep. Mm-hmm. That shit's never fucking happened. Not nope. even remotely <laughs> close. Nope. Like save your progress, all that bullshit. Well, I specific. I remember like PS4 specifically saying no more logos. Mm-hmm. 
games will just start and Killzone was the only game that ever did that. Oh, the play while loading thing. Well, it, it would just you would hit start and go. There was no oh, like, yeah. you know, you didn't have to see like blink and, you know, all of right. the <laughs> all of the goddamn logos and everything like that. Um, yeah, they reworked a bunch of stuff at launch for yeah. all those things. Xbox saying, entirely. There's, there's a lot of games that I would have benefited something some from like things I would have tried, probably bought and things like Mass Effect Andromeda where I'd be like, nah. Yeah. You know, I'm just. Yeah, this is kind of bullshit, you know, that we're still in this like, eh, just buy a game blindly and maybe you might like it. Well, it's even worse now in that they've removed the mandate, that, especially on Xbox, that all games have to have a demo, mm-hmm. which I mean, I realize why they did it, because it was just killing developers to to slice out some sort of demo for every single game. But mm-hmm. that was re- man, I I bought more games than not because of a demo. Mm-hmm. Like when demos came out, I was super stoked. And, you know, you see like. I think it was like this week. I think it was like Monday. We're like, Mafia 3 demo is out. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they, did you fix it yet? That game came out in September. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, why bother? I kind of get why you do that. It's kind of like the second push of like, hey, let's get but, people in. But, but what they were talking about, we have the technology now that this should work. Yeah. Like, there's PS Now, and then there's like whatever the Azure thing that mm-hmm. Microsoft's supposedly using like to back in games. Yeah. All you have to do is like give someone whatever the developer decides, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, if it's a 90-hour game maybe, yeah. and just literally let them stream it essentially. And then you go, yeah, okay, I'll buy it, click, and it's like, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. Here's a code that just saves your point. We download the real game, and mm-hmm. you keep playing. I mean, it's not. EA it's, Access is the only actual fulfillment of that because really? all their games have that, like, you get it early and you get it for a certain amount of time. Because sure, like, I yeah. almost finished need for speed in the time they gave me to play it right like to the point where i didn't run out and buy it right away because i was like i've only got like two hours left fortunately yeah. well at least in my case unfortunately for them that's talked me out of almost every game i've ever tried on there <laughs> because i've tried the battlefield hardline i was like nah yeah and i think maybe U- ufc2 i was like yeah i like the first one actually surprisingly and it was like yeah. nah I-, I think you're <laughs> realizing now why they maybe didn't do that <laughs> well that's that's dishonest I mean, that's sure. just, you know, you're you're selling snake oil, essentially. Hey, man, welcome to video games. <laughs> yeah. That, well, why? Yeah. Why they, do you think well, by well, the I entire mean, first half? I was like, fuck all this shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the biggest bummer is that it, with digital, which going all digital is awesome. Mm-hmm. Play all the games. Mm-hmm. Can't return any of them if they suck. Nope. You're stuck with it. Talk to me about Monster Jam Crush. It. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you own that digitally? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, I mean, you paid like $2. Yeah, it was like $4. Yeah, but I bought the deluxe version of Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't know if I ever want to play it. Like, based on you talking about it, I'm like, I just don't even want to be sad. Like, to me, it's like, I, this is my chance to go back and unwatch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck that. If, if you're saying it's subpar and it's like, it's going to make me feel like I'm kind of in that universe, fuck it. I don't want to play it. Well, we'll see how it ends. I'm going to play through it till the end. We'll, well, s- we'll see. I don't want 40 hours of sadness to go, <laughs> ah, the end, ending was Chuck fine. Well, if they fix like the glitchy shit. <laughs> Then maybe the other parts are are easy, more easily overlooked. It's just the the entire package of suck, basically. Maybe that's... they'll replace they'll they'll put out free DLC that'll fix the middle part of the game. Yeah, yeah. Because they've done that before. Yeah, it'll fix the story. They'll fix so the that story. The story quits sucking. Yeah, I'm just between this and like Watch Dogs and all the other, and No Man's Sky, all these things I'm fucking stuck with. I'm saddled with that I don't ever want to play again. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, whatever. I played enough hours, man. No Man's Sky. I'm not bitter. I'm not one of the bitter, super bitter people about that. But the other two, it's mm. like what hour two hours three hours of time i played for a mm-hmm. 60 dollar or more yeah 
Digital Wait, are you game? talking about Watch Dogs the first? Yeah, the first okay. one. Okay, all right, yeah, good. Yeah, everything, I, they fix everything about the second one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's I was just, worried because I bought Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, no, no, I thought no, no, you liked no, it. Yeah, I, was just, yeah, I thought oh, you no. liked it too. No, I did, I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh no, I've wasted yeah, my $40. I mean, yeah, that, that's a weird thing. The games have, This is a weird thing when like suddenly games or, and or movies, for that matter, are just like a sequel comes out. It's like, yeah, but I fucking hated the first one. <laughs> like, and it's <laughs> like, shit, this yeah. is awesome though. Yeah. Damn well, it. Well, and then you have like sure things like Arkham Knight. Right. That... Yeah, how, how could they good. possibly fuck this up? Yeah, and then they, they found a way. Yeah, like hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, speaking of games, you can't sell back. Sure, yeah, yeah. mobile games, but you can take them with you. Yeah, you can't sell them back <laughs> if they're free to play. I don't know. That was the dumbest thing. I broke Chuck. Um, so we're going to talk about one that we've talked about before: uh, animation throwdown. I, I basically quit playing that. Um, All right. Uh, not because of this. I'm just telling you, I saw an ad for this and I was like, that seems kind of interesting and I'm going to give it a try and I'm still kind of playing it. It's called Nonstop Night and it's in K-N-I-G-H-T or Kandigit. Um Right. It's it's like super simplified Diablo, which I mean, you're about to go, of course, yeah, that's why you're playing it. But of course, that's what? why you're playing yeah. it. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's one of those, it's like a, Super simplified Diablo mixed with basically like one of those idle RPG type things. So okay. like your your game is kind of playing itself when you're not actually active on your phone. Uh-huh. So it's this weird balance. And, and it's strange. And I think the reason I like it is because it feels like you're almost encouraged not to play it, <laughs> even though it's called Nonstop Night. Like, well, you're encouraged to put it down. You're encouraged to put it down, like to really touch it for like just a few seconds and then like forget about it for a day or two. Okay. Um, because like you, you, it's also got a little bit of Rogue Legacy in it too. Cause like you, you level up and you play and you get like new weapons along the way. Every time you fight a boss, they drop something and there's like a boss like every three or four levels and, and levels take like 30 seconds to run through maybe if that because mm-hmm. i mean the guy is just running full stop mm-hmm. like a, almost like an endless runner but um and then you hit a boss and then and you know get get an item so you can upgrade those items and then you hit a certain point where you go up in this, in this level and you basically have to do what they call ascend which is go back around and start level one again mm-hmm. and the bonus there is is as you're playing um you can buy these things for adventure mode that uh, give you like bonus damage, um, more coin gain, things like that. Mm-hmm. Buy with in-game currency, not mm-hmm. real money. Um, and those are the only things that really carry over to ascending. So the next time you ascend, well, I, I bought this plus fifty percent damage, and those stack. So like those carry over. And so sounds like, like mobile rogue legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it's kind of like so. That's like really the only thing that sticks. So like the money and, and stuff that you gain is for upgrading your items. But you're going to kind of hit a point where it's like, this is fucking impossible and I don't have enough money to keep going. I need to ascend. You know, you're just you're going to hit like a level that you can't go past mm-hmm. you know, or you just let it sit there and idle for a really long time collecting coins to to level up your shit. Um, but it like I'm saying, it's if you sit there and play it actively, you're going to do better than you're going to get more. Uh, actually, you're going to do worse. You're gonna, You're going to kill shit faster. And therefore, get to a higher level faster without earning the coins. Whereas, like when you when it's idle, you're getting more coins. Right. So, the thing is, is like you're actually kind of punished for the more you actively play it. Because if you go too far, you're very quickly going to hit the like this is now impossible to beat this this guy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to ascend. So you have to pace. So yeah, so you have to like you know 
hit a boss, maybe two, put it down and let it sit for a day or two and earn money on its own and mm-hmm. come back to it. Also, like every whatever number of hours, there's a watch an ad, get a thing. Yeah. And so like the more of yeah. those you like let sit over a couple of days, McDonald's. you know, get some, you know, money, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and so like you get those bonuses that, that add up to it. So it's, it's, you know, it's your typical kind of mobile game, but it's, it's kind of interesting because I've played all these ones where it's like, check in, check in, check in, do this. And this one's just like, nah, just play for a little bit and fucking forget about it for two days. <laughs> and like, there's like zero punishment for forgetting about it. And in fact, actually it's almost like an extra gain. Cause like, your guy because your guy won't go past the bosses they'll like do the levels kill some dudes and then you can kill as many dudes as you want to on the level where the boss is and mm. then you choose to fight the boss and it'll tell you like are you going to beat him or not like is it normal difficult well, what's your odds of beating him like normal hard very hard fucking impossible you know it's like <laughs> um so you can sit there and grind and get kill these guys forever but also if you just put your phone down he's doing the same thing and you're not and mm. then there's like basic skills you can choose from and like runes or whatever that you mm-hmm. modify them to kind of customize your dude but it's it's super limited skill set and it's just it's cute and kind of fun and once i kind of understood the mechanic because they're they're not super great about explaining it but like yeah. the one the mechanic that being that the only thing that really carries over other are those um skills that you buy with the tokens versus coins um that you you get some by fighting people and then it's weird. Like you get some while you're fighting actively and then a whole bunch more go into your things. Like when you, um, ascend, you start with a bunch of tokens. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason for ascending is like, I'm ultimately, I'm just trying to sk- level up those, um, bonus things. So every time I ascend, I'm usually get a, a chunk of those tokens, which are more important yeah. than coins. Cause coins are fleeting, you know, like if you, as soon as you ascend all your coins and your, right. le- and your weapons and everything go away. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. So right. being a free to play deal, are the ads the only the ads like, are currency the, the main thing? thing? That's the main thing, and there you can buy tokens. I I don't know why you would, unless you just want to basically. It's one of those things where like, if you throw money at the game, you have essentially broken the game. You have defeated the reason for playing the game. It's it's not one of those like I'm going to get a leg up. It's like no, you're just skipping to the end game, like the like where there is no more worlds to conquer kind of thing you know mm-hmm. like it's just you've bought all the tokens and now you just start and you can kill everything so and 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 you also get like the longer you play actively to try to balance the the, the notion of putting it down you will have ad crates drop periodically where ad sometimes you just t- tap them and they're like nah here's just some coins i'm not even going to pull an ad and sometimes it's like it'll pop up and be like hey if you watch an ad i will give you this and you kind of have that option of like i don't want that fuck fuck you fuck <laughs> well, okay, your well, ass right. mcdonald's at your phone I mean, at least, at least, at least it tells you it's like i'm gonna drop a cloak and it's like well i've already got a badass cloak fuck that shit well that's you know interesting yeah and, yeah and if you if you deny watching the ad they usually just give you a little coins for your trouble for, mm-hmm. like i said it's man it's it's coins for your trouble sir i mean all all <laughs> mobile free-to-play games are, are inherently kind of gross this one just doesn't feel too bad like I mean, <laughs> feels less gross. It, it feels less gross. I mean, okay. there's only two currencies, so to speak, and you can't buy coins because that would be dumb. That's like I said, coins are t- practically throwaway. Right. And the tokens, if you buy them, you're just cheating yourself out of actually playing the game. So, you know, other than watching the ads, which are inherently kind of gross, mm-hmm. um, 
which oh, oh side a little side tangent. This is a um, plays best holding uh, either your tablet or phone vertically, not yeah. uh, oh. uh, landscape mode. So it looks like you're doing work on your phone sometimes kind of yeah doesn't look like you're playing a game <laughs> yeah pretty much yes it, it is weird like as soon as you turn your phone you're like oh what game are you playing yeah um but <laughs> you but, got games on your phone yeah <laughs> you got games on your phone but i my, my my beef here is um people that make games and people that make ads if you're putting your ad into a game that is a vertical game oh fix your fucking ad so it, it plays vertically i don't care yeah. if it has giant letterboxing on either side um, but don't make me, don't try to make me turn my phone, especially if like, it's something I have to interact with to make you go away. Don't make me fucking turn my phone mm-hmm. huh. and vice versa. Like, you know, I've seen the other way do it. It happened the other way. Just, yeah. you need, if, if you're making this bullshit, I don't, I, that's the other thing I, was, I don't understand is like why mobile games all like 90% of the ads are for other mobile games. That's the weirdest thing to me. Yeah. Like, what is this weird snake eating its own head thing? It's because Rome total war or uh, not room. That's a real game. Yeah. Uh, come play with Clash me, my clans. lord. Game yeah. of Clash war. Of game of, game war. of war. Fire of game. Clash of war. Yeah. Total Angry Birds blast. Games. War of clans. Uh, yeah. Fight game. Yeah. I mean, the only game with screaming cartoon guy mm-hmm. on the thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. It's because all those just spend a shitload of money advertising. Yeah. I know, well, but they're the only things but, advertising. But these then days. when you go play them, there's ad for the other games. Yep. Like I yeah. said, it's yeah. all just a weird thing. All the everybody's trying network. to, yeah, everybody's trying to advertise their game over somebody else's game so mm-hmm. that you go play that game too. Because it's and like, hey, bro, you play games. Here's mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then every once in a while, you just get that really, really sad one where it's like, Puzzle Maker 5000. It's like, <laughs> the fuck is playing jigsaw puzzles on their phone? <laughs> Come play Ebony online with me, my lord. Well, I mean, when I, when I get those, I'm like, what the fuck game am I playing that I'm getting that ad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that ad. like, that's... It just it knows that you're playing a free-to-play oh, mobile game. Yeah. It's like, ah, we're going to get my this My favorite sucker. is when the ads won't serve, oh, yeah. and it just locks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, so you good. can't get your bonuses, but you can't get the fucking ad to load either. I'm mad that I didn't get my ads. Mm-hmm. Yep. A little bit. Yeah. That's where we're at now. Gaming. Well, I think, I, I think <laughs> that was uh, Apple or whomever runs all those ad things. Yeah. There was a some fucking broken. They they were broken in every game. Like mm-hmm. a week or two. Shout! Ago. I love Captain D's at your phone for free. <laughs> Ten free C tokens. Mm. That's S E A. Yes. C tokens. C tokens. Tokens of the sea. <laughs> My only. It's love. some currency. <laughs> currency. <laughs> yep. Yep. You probably call them sand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> buy sea biscuits. <laughs> New Baker's dozen of sea biscuits. Uh, <laughs> New it, Captain D's. Man, yeah. yeah. Wow, what happened? <laughs> what <are we> doing? <laughs> I don't know. So All speaking right. of free to play mobile games, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I'm still playing Animation Throwdown, which you quit. Mm-hmm. Um, Quitter. Because what happens is they they kind of force you into guilds uh, because you get bonuses for having a certain number of active numbers in a guild, and you know you get inherent bonuses whenever you do anything: more coins, more chance at cards, all that sort of shit. And they do what are called guild rumbles. Mm-hmm. which are like, all right, your team every, like it lasts a week and every six hours is a new battle against a new group. Mm-hmm. And these things fucking destroy guilds. Yeah, they do. They just destroy them because it starts and it'll be an hour in to the first match, which lasts six hours. And somebody like only 15 people have participated. We have 50 people here. What the fuck is everyone doing? <laughs> and somebody has to go. People have jobs. <laughs> They work. They don't watch this free-to-play game all day long. Mm-hmm. They don't. Calm down. 
you know, and then we'll also on, uh, the insult on top of that is that rubble's equal shit. Yeah, the rewards the are rewards shit. are shit. They're super hard to do well in, and the rewards are garbage. Whereas like all the regular yeah. stuff gives you better rewards and gives you to uh, you um, gives um, them to you quicker. Unless you're in like the top 100 guilds, which is you which know. is everyone has paid money to right. buy cards and you know it's basically that's for that's the part for the whales yeah <laughs> the rest is for everybody else but everyone else wants to act like they're whales mm-hmm. but it, we had one guy it, basically I, I we realized it was a it's a trolling technique because once you start a rumble you can't boot anyone you can't bring on new members but you can't boot members so of course Somebody comes on and just starts talking shit at everybody and says, you guys are trash. Why is everyone such a fucking low life freeloader who's not playing and just picking up free, free credits for, for the wins that the, me and other strong players are giving you. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even that good. And, you know, like, like I had Bro, scored. Bro, you're not even that good. Yeah. Well, I, I had scored more points than he had. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, but he was one of those also like, you know, like your Trump loving uncle who like would respond to something on Facebook. You know, somebody's like, I want to vote for Bernie Sanders. And they'd be like, you know, Bernie Sanders wants to give everyone free school. And then like, <laughs> you know, four minutes later would be like, and also Bernie Sanders does this. And then like 10 minutes after that would reply again, you know, like the person with like five pages worth right. of replies that no one's responding to him. He's just fucking vomiting out his mouth Mm -hmm. that's usually where you vomit out of yeah well fine then shit is vomiting out of his (laughs) mouth all over that but like this is this was this guy was just like you guys are all freeloading trash you you fucking terrible he's like you the and he was like i'm ex-military and a good officer is the one who gets everyone to do their oh to do to perform well and eventually i just run i like nobody cares <laughs> and everyone just and then there's like 10 responses after that like lol 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 and, or just like the arrows pointing up yeah, good job yeah. you know and, and because i had scored more points than him i could do that I right would, you I know but just... then he's like well i'm just quitting because I'm, I'm not doing anything because i'm not helping any freeloaders if, mm-hmm. if if you can't carry yourself then i'm not going to help you okay and i'm like so now you're the freeloader all right <laughs> So I, I, I would have just, just responded, shut the fuck up, private pile. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, Moonpeer's in that guild as well. Mm-hmm. And we just started being really nice to him. We're like, <laughs> he's like, well, I'm, I can't quit. Fuck. I'm stuck with all you assholes for another five days. And so we're like, I hope your next guild has as much fun with you as we're having. <laughs> you know? And then, then, like, he'd change tack every once in a while. He'd be like, all right, guys, here's the good strategy. Here's the cards you should use to do this. And, and we're all like, we know that. <laughs> We know those cards are good. We don't care. But eventually, we know those cards are good, and we're not going to use yeah, them. Yeah, eventually, everyone just started muting card. him. But I left him on because it was just entertaining to come back every few hours and just. Well, I'm going to start playing this game now. Uh, <laughs> and just see some asshole ranting, and you know. But it was it was also fun to just troll him by being super nice to him. I, I just that's the I, best. I couldn't fucking take it anymore. Like there was somebody in that guild apologizing that they might not be able to play because their like husband was in a hospice. Yes. Yes. Wow. Husband was in hospice. He's like, I might miss some battles. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, you guys. And, and you know, and, and luckily the people in the guild are like, no, <laughs> please do. We're not going to boot you. We don't care. You're cool. We're going to worry about it. We're going to kick you out specifically. So you just don't worry about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. Just get the that's, fuck out. That's kind of where I was at. It was like, I don't know which I'm more angry about. The person that is so like their head is so warped that they think that's remotely important yeah or that 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 there are people that would actually yell for not being and i was just like you know what that's where i was like fuck done i'm out mm -hmm. i will say though like just Mm -hmm. just a a possible mitigating factor 
if her husband had to go to hospice, that means things weren't going well to begin with. And the simplest things become important to people, very important to people in in times of crisis when you can have something that you can escape to. And, you know, like it's sad. Mm -hmm. It is it is sad, but it's more it's more sad for that that woman's life to me like right. it's it's fucked up that that a little mobile game makes makes people think that they have mm-hmm. to like they have to do this because you know because they don't want to let anybody down well they don't want to get yelled at by private pile i guess so but <laughs> yeah but like like all i was saying is like, yeah, yeah. It, it was just that moment of realization i'm not I'm not angry at yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. the metaphorical yeah. person in the hospice I'm, but it's re- more like i was like this level of drama and shit and caring or whatever, I was just like, this is it's fucking stupid. Yeah, game. I was like, this is stupid, and it's I don't, like, I don't want any more part of it. It's the thing I play on the toilet at work, yeah, just to kill the time <laughs> when I'm stuffed up, you know. <laughs> well, you need to vomit your shit out of your yeah. mouth, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, you need to throw down. Yeah, and- but you know, it's the the problem too with that game now. Not only that, like the guild stuff is just bullshit, mm. and it's I, granted they've they've expanded the time for each match, so it's not as bad as it was in the beginning. Like when they first did it, I think it was like every two hours they had a new one, you know, and then overnight they would make it last for like eight hours or something. But they've added like challenges, multiple ones per day. So like mm-hmm. it used to be, you'd do. You do your well, adventure. Like one challenge. A yeah, week. you do like your five adventure matches. You do your three arena battles, and then you'd be like, "All right, I'm done for the day. Yeah. I earned everything I need to earn." And now they're like, "Okay, well, you have ten of this battle, and you have eight of this battle, and then you have your regular, you know, your other eight that you were doing every day." And it's like, I'm not doing like twenty something of these a day. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I, I get why they're doing it because they want to, you know, give the whale something more to do every day. But for people like me, it's just like I don't care about any of that shit anymore. Like yeah. I'm not. You know, and if I don't care about that, do I care about anything I'm doing in here? Yeah, that's you know, that's exactly where I hit. Yeah, because because it's like if you're not doing all of it, then why do some of it yeah. anymore? I, you know, this, I'm I'm gonna I, I will posit this as like a thing that I think I've realized. Uh, given given having played games for as long as I have, any any social interaction like guild, clan, whatever thing that like, that a game tries to drive people to doing, mm-hmm. uh, such as giving you benefits. And I, I would actually say this kind of extends to even people you know in real life. It never fucking works. Like, I mean, I've I've never really been part or associated with anything with strangers that has turned out well or... <laughs> yeah. Like... I mean, I've I've been in like guilds where I knew several people in real life, like friends, and it's still like there's always, always got pissed at the guys you didn't know. There are yeah, there is always someone in that like you know either their sense of humor doesn't translate to text, or they're just an asshole, or they're demanding, and it's like don't tell me how to fucking play. Like I don't, I'm only in this shit because it benefits me. I I mm-hmm. I honestly couldn't care less about playing half of this game. You know whatever you're doing. Yeah, I I think that's you know why so many gamers get a bad rap right is well because so many bring them on on themselves obviously but there's always somebody out there who takes it more seriously than you right and who yeah. takes it more seriously than anybody else right. and gets mad at everyone else exactly for not caring as much as they do right and so they're just gonna rant and rave and yell and spout off at the mouth whereas yeah. if you met them in person they would shut their damn mouth because i'd fucking beat them into the ground <laughs> with one look yeah but you know, it's just it's 
it's sad that so many of us get lumped into those because like the 99.99% of people that play video games are reasonable people like us who are just like, yeah, man, I'm just doing this to have fun, you know? And, but there's the people who just, somebody always has to take it too far. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty much anything that where somebody gets a little too into something like it just generally drives you off of wanting to have anything to do with that. It's like, I mean, I, I'm not saying kill enthusiasm, just like, Meter just curb it. your enthusiasm. Yeah. Meter it. Yeah. Like, yeah, just keep it in check. Like, you know, if you badger me about doing something, I'm not going to want to do it. You know, mm-hmm. and that, that, yeah. Yeah. So I may, that may be the last update we get from Animation Throwdown. But right. I swear, like, it, people left the guild after that. They were just like, oh, fuck sure, yeah. all of this. Yeah. Like, as soon as they could leave, they left. Mm-hmm. Of course, that, that guy left, like, literally the minute he was allowed to quit, he, he quit. And so I was like, so he's just going to go to another guild and pull the same shit. They're going to get him in and he's going to be like, everyone's a freeloader. You guys are shit. And you can't boot him until the end of the day. And he's going to be like, the last guild I was with was way better than this. And now people are garbage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Generally. And sadly, forcing people into guilds means you're going to find that garbage. Yeah. Like I said, when you, when you add a perk to being in something, you don't, that's what I'm getting at video games. Don't force me into doing something that I don't want to do. That's what I, where my biggest problem with the uh horizon zero dawn came from it's like don't mm-hmm. force me into a social situation like you can mostly play an mmo by yourself it's it is possible yeah like uh, you know with occasional human inter- interaction you know not like join a guild where we raid every tuesday seven o'clock to be there or we're gonna kick you out it's, fuck you this is not a commitment <laughs> this is a goddamn video game yeah, yeah. don't make it a job yeah. right damn it yeah that's anyway. why it's better to have friends than guilds. That's true. It's guilds are filled with dickholes. So and true. friends just occasionally have dickholes. That's true. Mm. Occasionally. 51% of the time. Yep. 49% of the time. 49, yeah. Right. Except it's actually much higher based on the population of gaming itself. Law of averages. We're Law just going yeah, straight, sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. straight average. Good. Yeah. Or gay average. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Straight or gay average. It doesn't matter. <laughs> gay average. Is that going to wrap it up? Uh, Man, it sounds uh, like it's wrapping we, it up. We've talked enough dickhole talk. <laughs> right. <for> one. Right. <laughs> How, I, don't, I don't know about that. Let's <laughs> yeah. but... talk about getting kicked in the dick and dickholes. <laughs> and listen, usually we're a lot more positive than this. Yeah. I feel like we've had a lot of negativity this episode, and I feel bad about that. But. Mm-hmm. It's been a weird time. I feel great about it because I'm trying to yeah. keep. <laughs> we got it out of our systems. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel no, much yeah. better now. I'm just trying to stay positive. I'm, I'm super positive about it. Yeah, but we just want to prove to everyone we're not in the pocket of big gaming. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Big game. Well, if you none of, it, none of this is paid off. <laughs> if you had caught me week like after week two of my Bloodborne stream, it would have been a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we didn't do it back yeah. then. But yeah, but uh, we are supported by patrons. Yes, we are. Which you may have heard is at patreon.com slash BMFcast. It sure is. But yeah, otherwise, if you want to check out all our other stuff, go to nocorders.net. Mm-hmm. That links to mm-hmm. socials and uh, pretty much anything slash nocorders.net is going to find yep. us. So Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, we're on all those. Speaking of Twitch, um, this next Monday starts the first... Uh, first episode of whatever I end up playing for my uh, BJ versus his pile of shame mm-hmm. game uh, Monday night twitch.tv slash no quarters net 9 mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern 
So come hang out with me and watch me fail through some other game for two episodes and then slowly get my bearings and then stop playing it. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, there, there's there's a possibility for some interesting stuff. Um, the options are Gone Home and a bunch of indie darlings, other indie darlings. Um, Mass Effect, mm-hmm. Uncharted, mm-hmm. Alan Wake, and Dragon Age. Dragon Age. Origins. So, yeah, Origins, yeah. yeah. So what what I will be doing is starting at the, at the first one of any games that are, are you know, sequel heavy. So mm-hmm. it'll be my first delve into those. So um, check it out, Monday night, yeah. 9 p.m. There you go. And if you want to write us, talk at noquarters.net. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Or it, send up the fitty sig- signal. Yeah. Say, where my skull at noquarters.net. Where my that skull, too. Larry? Yeah, Larry. <laughs> yes, and when Larry Herb, Xbox Live's Major Nelson, posts the next backwards compatibility update, we all want you to just respond to him and say, where my skull? Where my skull, Larry? <laughs> where my skull, Larry? Where my skull at, Larry? <laughs> Don't forget the at. Yeah, yeah. you should You should say, where yeah. my skull Sorry, at? Sorry, I just... Yeah. Comma, Larry, question oh, mark. At noquarters.net. No quarters.net. Right. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Include that. Yeah. <laughs> So. Hashtag it, 50 cent blood on the sand. Yeah. <laughs> Just so he knows for sure. Right. That's where his skull's at. Right. <laughs> so he can find a way to shut us down. Yeah. Mute. All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yes. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out. <laughs>